Do you, okay, I was thinking about this because Steve played an hour of Redfall and then talked about it. Yeah. Right? An hour and a half of Redfall. I was like, okay. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, because I played about three hours of Jedi Survivor. Yeah. This morning. Yeah. That's fine. I was like, is that is that is that even worth talking about? I'm it's what this is a massive game by all accounts. It does, and I've done the intro. If you're like I if, think you go, Steve. I was gonna say, if you've got opinions on it, go for it. Like if you have some thoughts and feelings about it, even if it's like, oh, it's kind of boring or kind of the same as the previous one, that's valid opinions for like the first that's, three hours. Because that's where I'm at, where I'm like, I know this game opens up at some point and gets way bigger in scope than the previous one but the intro is like it's very much like the first one again i think um it's we, we do this like weekly right and i've never or it's, i don't think it's never been like said that you have to have a new game every week there's been so many weeks where i've just been like or like you know me sam and everyone here been like yeah i played the same thing again cause world I'm still, I'm, yeah. i had that for like of five warcraft. Or six yeah world of warcraft <laughs> but like you can you can have like first impressions, and then next week it'd be like, yeah, I'm yeah, still playing it, it or true. I finished it. True. And, you know, it, it can it can make for good conversation because you can be like, yeah, that thing I said last week about that like, all bullshit. I was completely wrong. Yeah, exactly. But I w- that was I was sort of dovetailing into like, do you, do you think there's like a minimum amount of time you should put into something before you can get can like. Yeah, I do. Accurately. I do. Probably like an hour for me. I would say, like, as long as it, it depends on the size of the game, but as yeah. long as you put in a decent amount, where you're like, oh, that was a good play session, or like, you know, I don't think it's like a set time. I think it's only worth talking about when you understand what the game is, mm, because okay. if like if you come away and you're like, that was fun, but I'm still in like a tutorial or something, like you haven't had yeah. the gameplay loop right, and it varies because certain games will have it'll take longer to get that gameplay loop. Yeah. Whereas yeah. some games, be re- you can play like a fighting game and come away in like half an hour. You won't, you won't be a pro, but you'll be like, I like this character. I like the way that works. I like this. Whereas something like, I don't know, like Final Fantasy 16 or something, play it for half an hour. I imagine you'll still be in some kind of prologue or something. Yeah, yeah. So I think it does vary. Yeah, I, think, yeah, I think it does vary based on like what it is. Yeah. Uh, okay. As a follow-up, then, do you think there's like a minimum level of skill you should have in order to? Um, oh God! If there was a minimum level, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be what? playing games. To just give like a, a sort of a good take, one way or the other, no, on a on a video. I, I actually feel like it's detrimental if you, if you only had good players, like. Mm-hmm give feedback on something, I actually think that's more detrimental than anything else. Again, because I, yeah. not everyone you speak to is going to be on your level, right? So it'll be, it's good to have a perception from several different viewpoints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think it, I think it depends, again, as, as a listener, what are you looking for? Because I think trying to fundamentally understand if a game is good or not, I agree, takes lots of opinions from lots of different skill levels. I think it's important to know, you know, I, I can, not me specifically, but someone that's really good, I keep going back to fighting games, but someone that's really good at fighting games can talk to you about why a fighting game is good or why it's bad, things like that, but 
if you're a new player, none of that may even be applicable to you and mm-hmm. will affect your enjoyment of that game. Um, so I think, yeah, I guess it kind of depends. <laughs> I feel like it's really it's such a cop-out. I feel like I, every I, I, answer I, is, it depends. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that your opinion is valid and matters. It might not be what people are looking... Like, again, like say I'm looking for opinions on a fighting game i will take into consideration what josh is saying but if i'm looking for like a beginner friendly one i might be looking for like someone who's had a similar yeah. experience you know i think the other way i would look at it as well is like imagine an rpg comes out right and like obviously i'm sucking its dick um <laughs> but, <laughs> wow like, one of you guys, say one of you guys plays it and also really enjoys it like suddenly there's a lot more <laughs> emphasis on how good the game is yeah yeah, yeah. Because, you know, a, a good RPG comes out, chances are I'm sat there playing it constantly. I'm always going to say it's good unless it's really ass. Um, but if someone who doesn't play RPGs a lot comes out and is like, yeah, this game is really good. It just yeah. adds more weight to it. Mm. I think that's why it's good. I know there's like four of us here. I think it's you can get different perspectives on the same thing because I think fundamentally a good game is a good game. People are going to generally agree on that, but Sam's going to know more about stuff that I'm not going to know. Steve's going to know more about Pokemon that Will's going to know and vice versa and things like that. And it's good to have multiple perspectives on similar things. Yeah. So you can, you can form, as a listener, you can then form a more rounded opinion on whether or not you think you will like yeah. you know, what we're talking about. Because like, I can say something I'm playing and... You know, Steve can be like, I don't think I would like that. And then someone who's listening, if they're more in line with Steve's, you know, the stuff that Steve likes, you can kind of maybe make an opinion of like, yeah, it sounds good, but maybe I wouldn't like it because I'm more like that guy who doesn't like it. This is getting a bit too complicated. I think it boils down to all your opinions are shit and mine is the only correct one. Yeah. If you're not sure Mm. about whether a game's good or not, just ask Steve. Steve, mm. Steve, WWS. Yeah. Steve, Halo is overrated. Quick, quicks. <laughs> That's such a bold, like, what I, no, hill, no, no. hill to I said, die on. I said no, it's a shit message. No, no, I said the music, I think, is overrated. I think there's That's a lot of people. That's worse. Oh, 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 no, I'm nibbling. I'm nibbling. I'm nibbling. Because I said, yeah, but I, when, it, when comparing it to every other soundtrack like, uh, like Bluntcast was doing, there were a lot of like bops and jams in there, and then it was like, oh, the Halo theme. It's like it's okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> and it's like, when you have Persona Five, then you're like, oh yeah, and you're like jiving <laughs> to it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, 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 having a well-rounded opinion is good, but that opinion is just <laughs> flat out wrong. Yeah, yeah. But are you guys have all played Halo, haven't you? Or have you? I played Halo Three. What's a Halo? Game. Yeah, I haven't played a Halo game, so I, I'm listening purely based on the music that's in front of me. I had to have the nostalgia with it, so my opinion is the most... Uh, yeah, but I'm sorry, but when you hear that theme, it's like when uh, um, Will did it, and then I heard the GTA 4 theme, and I was like, God damn! Yeah, GTA 4 yeah. theme is just... There are certain soundtracks that just as soon as they start, you're like, oh, Jesus, this is so but- good. But am I putting on a Halo music to listen to, or am I putting on Buck Bumble? You know, that's not. You can't compare things to Buck Bumble. That's literally not well, fair. Yeah, it, it, that's unfair. This was comparing music to music, though. That's 
that's what I that's why I was like, oh, like some tracks I was like, and it wasn't Halo was just an example, but there were a lot of tracks where it's like, even like Ocarina of Time music, I'm like, it's good, but compared to some real like jams, it's okay. Well, are we still? I'm, I'm, my mind is just thinking about Buck Bumble now. I don't know. Now he's sliding <laughs> off Zelda music too. I just don't, where, when will this man stop? <laughs> is it making children cry? It's like dogs barking in the street. As Steve just, I was gonna say, everyone complains about my music taste. So I don't know why you all are shocked. I don't stop acting brand. New. Okay, okay. Before we actually start, Steve, <laughs> what is the de facto best gaming music track? First thing that I comes didn't... into your head. Go on, go on, Steve. You got this. I've re- well, at the moment. I've really been enjoying Guilty Gear Strive music. Yeah, that's that's I'm, that's fair. I'm just like, oh, it's so good. And some of them, I'm like, eh, it's okay. Some of them, are like, oh, I really like this. Like the Jacko theme. Like, is it popping like popcorn? Yeah, there there are certain oh. like songs in games that just transcend the game, and they get put on my normal playlists of music. And get put in rotation. Guilty Gear's in a lot of those. <laughs> it's all such good music. Though. That should be interesting to see. Um, anyone listening in the comments, you can just give us some good video game music. Stuff we might not know. Or stuff we might know. That'd be cool to always get like more game music. I think that's always fun. Okay, we'll, we'll jump straight off that and get straight into it. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Game Forecast. The weekly gaming podcast where we all get together and have a nice little chat about what we've been playing and all the new news for the week in the video game world. My name is Josh, aka Bottlerworks, and I'm here with Olive Meister Will. Hello. Quick, quick, Steve. Hello, my name is Steve, and uh, we just had a royal crowning here in the UK. Um, I hope the dentist got paid well. And Sam, Sam. Oh, I almost, <laughs> re- I really just don't want to say anything after that one. Hi, I'm Sam. Just let it sit. Just, that's all you can do. It's just let it sit. Just be, just be thankful I didn't make a pregnancy joke. <laughs> no, no I'm, no, I'm already, already moving on. Already moving on. All right. Normally, I take this big ball and chuck it to someone. Um, but today, I'm going to talk about my thing first. Because <gasps> I, I, I never Finally. go, I never go first. Never go first. It's my turn to go first. I am going to be talking about a very strange little indie game called Fear and Hunger. I have been playing this sort of on and off for the last, what has it been, like three or four days? Um, Anyone listening, you may have heard about this recently because it's gone, not viral, but people have suddenly started talking about it. Or you've never heard of it at all. I've never heard of it. Yeah, I'm not, like most people probably haven't heard of it. There's, um, a few like video reviews and stuff from big YouTubers. One of the one of the big ones I keep seeing thrown around is a guy called Super Eyepatch Wolf. Um, he does longer sort of video essays, but he's very big on YouTube. Um, this is a indie RPG. It's on Steam. It's about five pounds, and a lot of people describe this game as very cruel. It's a very cruel game. Um, it's it's not only hard. But it's also very, it's very, like, unfair. So I'm going to try and describe this the best I can. I can't really show footage of this game. Because um, I'll preface this with, like, it's a very... I, can't, I don't want to call it, like, an adult game. Because that's, like, a preconception of it's, like, lewd or something. But it's a very violent game. It's very, like, disturbing. It's got very adult themes. Um, 
if you ever like read or watched Berserk, then you probably know sort of what I'm talking about, where it's just like very dark, very very messed up. Um, mm. But yeah, it's a it's a little RPG. It's I think it's Game Maker. If it's not, it's got a very Game Maker like look and feel to it. Um, but yeah, you play as one of four characters, and there's a little bit of setup. There's like a tiny intro where um, you're like either a mercenary or a knight or one of the four characters, and you're chasing after a guy that has ran. In, he's run into a dungeon, and it's the dungeon of fear and hunger. And your only mission basically is to go in, find him, and then get out again. That's that's basically it. Um, but the the game starts and you you're given a few items at the start and you you go and you're not really sure what to expect there's not really like any tutorials or setup or anything like that but you go inside this dungeon you have a little walk around and the first enemy you come across which will be very soon will <laughs> it'll just straight up kill you in one hit and then the game just resets and you're like okay this is this is kind of odd i've got like a screenshot here of like the combat so it's like if you've ever seen like um <laughs> it's a very apt screenshot of someone just dying um if you've ever played i guess kind of like um what are those like golden sun like that kind of perspective of the combat yeah. i guess um is a good way of sort of putting it um but yeah so you kind of you go against your first enemy and you will die and you will reset and then the game will start again and you'll go in and you'll have another wander around and then you realize that this world is, it's not procedural, but it is somewhat randomly generated. Um, all the floors of this dungeon are the same. They're the same sort of biomes, if that makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. But the actual floor itself is different sort of tiles. So you, can, you can't memorize the game. You have to do your best just to get through. Mm. So yeah, you go, you go through and... You might get a little bit further, you might get not even as far as before, and you'll just die. And you'll die, and you'll die, and you'll die over and over again. And there's no, at least the point I'm at, which is, I'm like five, six hours in, there's no meta progression, really. So you kind of, you hit this wall really early on, where you're not even sure if you're playing the game properly. You're like, are you, are you, am I missing something this game's like it's so hard it's so cruel what am i missing and that's the kind of point where you'll either drop this game or you'll keep pushing and I th and the key thing to take away is every time you do a run you learn a little bit more about the game about this world that you can push forward a little bit further than before but as i said monsters kill you very quickly um but not all of them are invincible. You can kill them by attacking certain limbs. It's limb-based combat. So you can attack arms, torsos, legs, sometimes like feet. Um, typically, attacking the head will kill the monster. But it's a very low chance to just kill the head. And again, sometimes you can die in one turn. So if you miss that hit, then you could that just could just be your run over. So you've got to be careful. And as I said, as you go through the run, you'll learn, right, avoid that enemy. This tile looks familiar. I know to go this way. 
blah, et cetera, et cetera, blah, 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 blah. Um, and it's just, it's really interesting. There's no other game I've played really like this, except I guess you could kind of compare it to the very first time you'd play something like Dark Souls. Mm. That's when, what I was going to say. Yeah. I was getting Dark Souls vibes when you were describing it last night. You remember the first time you ever played Dark Souls? And it was so much harder than playing a Souls game now. Yeah, yeah. Because it's somewhat been figured out at this point. Yeah. It's, it gives me vibes like that, where I, f- I, I, I know for a fact that you can finish runs of this game, Fear and Hunger, in about an hour or under an hour. I think I was talking to our friend Matt last night. He was saying the speed run is like 20 minutes. But it just, it, in my mind, it seems impossible, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's just, it's so intriguing. The whole world <laughs> is really disgusting and gross. Every enemy is really weird. You can talk to everything, like, mid-combat. So sometimes you can just be against a monster and talk to it and find out more about it, and it will tell you something, and then it will just kill you next turn. Yeah. <laughs> I remember what was it last night you were fighting uh because you you streamed some of this yes to, yeah. uh discord and we watched some and uh you you like encountered this this witch and you were like who what's up and she was like hey i uh i worship this god and you were like oh that's cool and she was like yeah it gives me powers and stuff and then she just shanked you and then she just, <laughs> and then she just covered me in leeches and killed me <laughs> yes yeah, and i i, I kind of i love that stuff because that's the run over, but you've learned something, something interesting. It's not just it's not just a JRPG enemy that you kill for experience to level up. It's like I have yeah. I have intris- what's the word intrinsically learned something about this type of enemy or this world, um, and it's just yeah, it's it's just fascinating. Um, I think as well, it kind of clicks with me a little bit because I've got like a little bit of a soft spot for these. In like indie game maker RPGs and horror games and stuff, I like I really like them. I think they're always really charming. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I always kind of like this kind of stuff. The UI is very familiar if you ever played like game maker stuff. Um, but yeah, this game has been out for I think like six years. <laughs> um, and it's one of those things. I guess like what was it? You know, like Among Us. And stuff like that. It just sits there, kind of chilling. Undiscovered, uh-huh. yeah. Mungus. Yeah. Mungus. And then one day, a content creator with their big claw hand chooses it and says, <laughs> Yes, I will bring you yeah. to the front and show you to everybody. Um, yeah, really, really cool game. I don't know if I'll ever finish it because it is so brutal. But just looking at like these images now. I, I find myself wanting just to do another run just to see what would yeah. happen. Because, yeah, I was, I was streaming mm. this to Discord and Will was watching and a few others were watching. And the amount of... I got, like, a few levels further, but the amount of weird shit I saw in just that time... I don't want to spoil too much because a lot of it is... It's reliant on the, like, you know, what's round the corner kind of thing. Um, or... You said it's like it is sort of designed. It's unfair by design. Yes. Um, but do you ever feel like 
it's it, it goes too far where it's like unfun unfair um i do in some parts that i've had so there is one mechanic in the game where a lot of stuff is straight up decided by a coin flip mm. um which can always feel like ah oh, fuck's sake i'm dead because of a coin flip like literally yeah um, yeah one of the again very early game mechanics is as you go through this dungeon there's save points and it's a bed in a room and it's you know it's a it's a gross ass bed and you can sleep in it and it says you know this room is safe you can have a sleep so you save your game and when you get up after saving your game the game says you feel like this room is no longer safe so you're like huh Okay, that's kind of weird. And because I've just saved my game, obviously, I want to see what happens. <laughs> so you try to sleep again. And it initiates a coin flip. And if you guess correctly, you're fine. If you guess incorrectly, you go against this motherfucker on the screen. Who <laughs> feels like he's just there to kill you. You can fight him, but I feel like he he's just there to kill At least early game, he's there just to... You you failed the coin flip, up. fuck you, run over yeah. kind of thing. Um, yeah, but the game did warn you that it was unsafe, right? So is it, is it, did they always like warn you like about they about do, potential coin flip or they do sometimes and sometimes they do not. Sometimes it will be straight up your own curiosity will just get you killed. Um, because you know, like me personally, playing anything, I can't help myself, right? Um, yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. yeah. That's the whole point of the game, right? Yeah, it's to find out, like, it's to fuck around and find out. <laughs> literally, fuck around and find out the game. <laughs> um, yeah, there's certain stuff where, again, you're watching last night. My run ended because a big monster came out because there was a sparkly thing on the floor, and it said, "There's a sparkly thing here. It looks kind of dangerous. Do you want to pick it up?" I was like, "Obviously, yes," knowing that's going to end the run, right? <laughs> But yeah, there's lots of lots of little cool things like that. Um, there is one, before I sort of move on, um, a few other mechanics in the game. Uh, just to mention is there's like a light system where you start the game with three torches and you can craft more. Um, but as time passes, the light gets darker and darker until you literally can't see anything. And... After the light goes out completely, you start losing sanity, which is another mechanic. And then, yeah, you'll just die, basically, to something or other. You'll run into some creepy in the night and it'll just kill you in the darkness. Mm -hmm. um, so there's that. There's a hunger system, um, which I haven't fully really like explored yet. Um, your character gets hungry, but I found, at least earlier, there's plenty of food to keep your hunger up. Um, so that's fine. Um, but other than that, as I said, it's all limb-based combat, so you can attack enemy limbs. They can also attack yours. So some of the enemies will attack you, and you will just lose your arm. <laughs> your arm has now gone. You've your arm has been chopped off. Enemy swings again. You've lost a leg. You now have no arm and no leg. You can still kill the enemy, but those body parts are gone. <laughs> so, mm. so and. Uh, again, it's like a learning experience, but that that run is essentially over. So it becomes a, a game of how far can I now get knowing that I'm going to die in about five minutes. 
Yeah, you know, yeah. you try to absorb as much information as possible before you die. So yeah, I, I like. Hopefully, I've sold this game well enough. Um, if if this sounds interesting to anyone, definitely check it up. As I said, it is like a hard rated eighteen. There's lots of gore. There's lots of boobies and dongs. It's very berserk and it's it's very rough if you're into if you know if you don't mind that kind of stuff but fascinating game i'm definitely going to play more i'm thinking about it right now i just want to play some more i'm i'm gonna go grab this um i mean i'm I'm playing other things at the moment yes but yeah i'm definitely gonna pick this up this looks awesome this this feels like a great little game to jump in and out of because i don't think i could play it for more than an hour without running into something that makes me go fuck you i'm done (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah like out of pure anger it's that what's that um what's that gif of that guy saying like fuck you i'll see you tomorrow i'll see you tomorrow <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah. that it's fuck around and find out the game combined with <laughs> fuck you i'll see you tomorrow <laughs> yeah uh, okay i have another question yes um in uh between this game coming out and this game uh gaining a sort of popular a cult following yeah. or getting picked up by a by a, a YouTuber. There's been a sequel. Do you know anything about the sequel? All I know is from what I've heard from our friend Matt, which is apparently it's set in the same universe. Um it's a different time period. But because mm-hmm. a lot of this game is like not not Cthulhu stuff, but you know like dark evil magic and gods and blood magic and stuff it's all the same similar stuff in this sequel Mm. um so i probably wouldn't touch it before at least checking out this um yeah yeah i honestly i can't say more than that really because i don't know if i'm being honest (laughs) okay okay. um because because sometimes it's like oh these games are like oh well you know the, the the first game had a really good first pass but the sequel is where they really dialed in those systems and had a good time i heard that as well because i heard about the sequel after discovering this game and after buying and playing it because i started playing this and I'm like, this is really cool and i saw mm-hmm. some stuff people saying like yeah the game's really good the sequel's got some cool stuff as well and i was like what the, the sequel what the fuck mm-hmm. like this this might as well be a new game to me and then it's just yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. All, it's been out for so long undiscovered there is also a sequel so yeah um have a look at that if you're interested, I do personally recommend it. Even if you bounce off it super hard, um, it's like a fiver, and it apparently goes on sale. So if you're still unsure, just wish list it. I guess you might get it for like a couple of quid yeah, at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was this was priced firmly within the range of impulse buy. Yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as I heard about it and it sounded cool, I was like a fiver, like sure. Whatever, go for it. But, uh, yeah, that's that's me done for the week. Uh, this will be an ongoing <laughs> nice. thing, so I might talk about it more next week, depending on what I'm playing. But yeah, uh, I'll pass it along to Steve. <gasps> me? What have you been doing, Steve? Uh, I've, I've played a few games this week, but the game I'm going to talk about is Pokemon Infinite Fusions. Hey, I got this page so, here. This is a fan game a pokemon fan game which usually i'm not one for fan games like i play a randomized uh, uh yeah randomizer 
Um, but like, I'm not usually one for like fan stories. But this game caught my attention because it is blown up on YouTube specifically and like TikTok and whatnot. Um, the the like, it's a fan game. I'll talk more about it. But the big selling point for this game is is that every single Pokemon, I think it's got Gens one to five in it. Uh, you can fuse together, and they each have custom unique sprites. There are some AI-generated ones, but it, it is being worked on actively. Um, people can... I think many or any artist can submit, like, pixel artwork for this game, so you can have any Pokemon fused. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's blown up a lot <laughs> on, like, YouTube and stuff because people are just literally being like, look at this if you fuse, like, a... Uh, a low punny with a waylord or something you know um and there's a lot that's, of like it's just, not that sounds like fetish that's two different fetishes combined i'm pretty sure right there <laughs> the, the, <laughs> people do like to post the low penny ones <laughs> of course but it's they have been, uh like because it is just like people being creative with these um with the pixel art for the fusions people have gotten really creative and like um it's really interesting but yeah so this game it is it's not too difficult to get your hands on it is a fan game not like a emulator so it's it's you know not too bad to get a hold of do you need a um, rom like to start with no you don't because it, it, yeah it's just literally a fan game you just download it and then it's okay go, you go um but yeah this game is it's it's very interesting uh like it i think like it by default it's Kanto. It's uh, Gen 1. You go through the, the main Kanto storyline. There's a few extra Pokemon here and there. There's a lot of extra stuff sprinkled in, though. So it's not just like your normal gameplay playthrough. Like, there is like side quests and there are more modernized uh, features. Like, there'll be more trainers to fight and you can talk to any trainer that you battle. And then they will often offer to give you an item to uh, rematch you or to trade you, like to give you an option to trade for a f uh, fusion. Um, so it's like, it's a very good Pokemon game on its own. Yeah. Um, and then of course the big selling point is the fusions where it's just kind of like fun to fuse your Pokemon and to see what happens, see what you get. Like uh, one of my favorites is a, if you fuse a Mr. Mime with a fan P, it becomes Mr. P. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got this, this, this image here of anyone watching. You've got Mr. Bra in the top right, which I think is pretty good. That looks like a Mr. Mime and a Kadabra. Yeah. It actually, I, when you, t I know it's, you said it's only up to Gen 5, but when, when you told me that you can fuse any Pokemon mm -hmm. with any other Pokemon, that's actually insane, right? Yeah. That, that's I think it's like, that's such a ridiculous amount of like fusions. That's actually I crazy. I think it's like over a hundred and seventy-five thousand or something fusions in the game right now, and it's gotten so like this. I think this game's been in development for like four years or something, but it's blown up so much that it I, like they'd be crazy not to just keep adding to it. Yeah. But then if you think about it, just adding one Pokemon means adding like. 500 pokemon <laughs> yeah. each pokemon has each combination has two different fusions one being like the main base of it and the other being not like a, like one example i give is like if you fuse a low penny and a snorlax you either get like a sexy snorlax <laughs> or you get 
big chungus. Snorlax is always sexy. What are you talking about? True. <laughs> but, but, you know, like a, a, an extra curvy Snorlax. Um, but yeah, I think the thing that like really stands out in this game compared to other fan Pokemon games is that yeah. when you have a fan Pokemon games, they always add Pokemon and it's like, well, I don't know what they do. I don't know what skills they're going to have, what moves they're going to have, typing. But where this one is fusions, it's like, oh, it's it's just taking what you know already and combining them. So it's nothing. there's nothing new. It's all stuff you already know. It's just combined like and there is a bit of guessing game as to like oh what ability out of like the four potential abilities yeah and what type because like depending on how you've used them um say for example a charizard is both flying and fire type yeah it will take one of those types of diffusions so it could be a fire type or it could be a flying type like there's a little bit of guesswork but for the most part you know what like you can tell what the fusion is, you know what to probably expect. I do think um, the like the fun of mm-hmm. like the, the fun and the gimmick of just fusing Pokemon for me vastly outweighs any like balancing issues or anything like that. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing is it's not really a balancing issue, and it's just like. Even without the fusions, it's actually like a really good Pokemon game. And then the fusions fusions are just like fun. It's like no matter what, you can be like, oh, I'm just going to try out a bunch of fusions and have a lot of fun with it, you know? Yeah. One thing I will say is I'm looking at these images here and mm-hmm. I, I watched you stream this as well. I feel like the images shown here are very cherry picked because some of the fusions that I saw on your stream were fucking jank. They were like... <laughs> there were a couple. There, are, I think there are some that are still like AI generated, especially like the unevolved Pokemon, because, you know, no yeah. one's going to really want to see what like a Sunkern goes in, like, you know, a Sunkern and a Pidgey fused are. Yeah. Like, there's still some, there's still a lot of like custom artwork for it, but like some of them are a bit like well, not... yeah what i mean it's like say, say look at if anyone watching again visually right here in the top left you've got for example it's it's called polycan right it's obviously like a polywag and a genghis khan or something yeah. that yeah. is a completely <laughs> new sprite as far as i'm concerned that is like that is all new whenever i watched your stream steve mm-hmm. say you combined like a weedle with a bidoof it would be the bidoof's yeah. body and the Weedle's head just like photoshopped onto it, but resized, yeah. and all the pixels were the wrong size. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the thing. There are there are stuff like that, but because again, because it is blowing up, um, and this game, the game is like there are two versions of it. There's like uh, when you go to download it, it's like there's a version where it's like completely offline, where it is a massive download. Like you download every single sprite, um, and then like uh and that's just like what you get then there is what you get but there's also a version where it's like it's an it's always online but you download like it kind of downloads the sprites as you encounter or fuse them together because you can find the fusions in the wild as well and apparently it does get updated fairly frequently with new sprites like people are constantly adding to it as it's blown up there are lots of sprite artists who are like oh i want to make a fusion you know and i believe even a couple of pokemon have a few different um uh models you can pick like is, is you that, might be is, able- that's that's an is it okay isn't that number absolutely absurd though or my or my overthinking it is it not 
How many Pokemon it, are in this? It, it, well, it's Gens 1 to 5, so... So that's... Like 700? Okay. So is mm-hmm. the number... Of, and you say every Pokemon... Has can... two... Every Pokemon combination has two fusions, yes. Is that not like... It's s- insane. Is that not like 700 factorial? Like, is that... That's, in, that's insane, right? That's... It, it, it is insane, but like there's literally hundreds of artists submitting to this like you know so it is uh, according to the wiki it's 107 176,000 entries in the pokédex right game. yeah that's ridiculous uh, but yeah so it, it that's that's why cuz i first like i'm not usually one to play or even pay attention to like fan games cuz i'm always like oh it's just some someone's like fan fiction basically a lot yeah. of the time but this one I was like Snorlax because... fused with Jigglypuff and then they kissed. Oh. <laughs> but this one had so much like so much love and attention put into it. And again, because so many people are submitting to it, I'm like, oh, it's not just one person's like, you know, baby. It's oh, it's lot it's like it feels like it's community based almost, yeah. you know? Um but yeah, I've been really enjoying this. Um it's a lot of fun, as I said, it's quite simple to get a hold of uh like you just need to google and it's like was like a five minute download so yeah i'd say recommend it to give it a try if you're like kind of interested or even just like go on youtube and type in pokemon infinite fusions you'll probably see a bunch of fusions like yeah. especially in short form people love posting shorts of uh the cooler fusions oh, so. it's, it's easy youtube short content right <laughs> yeah it's like yeah, yeah. I, Pokemon, it, Pokemon our... fusions. Oh, here's this and this, and it makes this. Oh, don't forget, don't subscribe. Uh, <laughs> I posted an image in our podcast chat of like. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I, 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 I okay. <laughs> I saw that, and I don't think I can show that on screen purely because <laughs> I'm going to describe to people what I'm looking at. Steve has posted a Hall of Fame image, so six Pokemon. Not mine, but no, no, not his, but from the game. They're all versions of Miltank fused with other Pokemon. And I would show you, but I'm pretty sure the Matt Champ in the bottom right ha- just has tits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's that's just that's just he's just got big breasts. I'm sorry, Steve. I can't show. I can't. I cannot show this. <laughs> that's fine. I just have to give an example of how cursed it can be. It's it's unbelievably cursed. <laughs> it's it's good though. It is good. It is good. Yeah. That's cool. But, uh, yeah. yeah, as I say, that's what I've been playing. I've only played like three hours of it, but I'm like fully invested in this. I'm like, I want to give it some more. Because again, it's just like it's Gen 1, but you can even like, you can have it where you just like have the basic Gen 1, or there's a mode called Modern Mode where you can kind of pick which generation starter you want to take, and then it mixes up every single Pokemon in the game. Yeah. There's even like a randomizer mode for it as well. Um, so yeah, definitely there's a lot of fun and entertainment to be had with this. Yeah, when you were streaming it um, and you finished, I actually hopped mm-hmm. over to like a few other streams just to see what was going on, and some people were uh, a lot further in, and mm-hmm. some of the like later designs are really cool. I think I saw like a Flareon combined with a uh, Magnemite. Yeah, and it was just like a weird robot Flareon thing, and it looked so cool. <laughs> but yeah, there's so many. That that's the thing is because there's so many combinations. No two playthroughs are going to be like. No one's going to have the same team probably for the most part because everyone's yeah. going to be like mixing and trying stuff, which is so like yeah. cool. Yeah, it's like s- such a cool idea. 
it it reminds me of um when randomizers were all the rage except mm -hmm. like randomizers i i tried one and you're like oh i i'm just i'm basically just playing pokemon again but with like a weird off the wall like yeah. bunch of pokemon yeah. i wouldn't normally use whereas this feels like something entirely different <laughs> entirely ridiculous it's its own beast isn't it it's just like yeah yeah like nintendo would never make anything like this themselves because the amount it just yeah because because it's a fan game posted what sorry because of the picture that steve yeah because of that yeah <laughs> but it's also just because of like again there is a vast number but a lot of them are jank which i don't think you could have in a an official licensed game yeah like that weird amount of like sprite <laughs> distortion and <laughs> yeah just yeah, like yeah. what if we decapitate Pidgey and just put it on Weedle and then colour <laughs> color the whole thing brown like there you go Peedle done so I have I have another question how has this not been nuked by Nintendo off the face of the planet Nintendo don't uh, I, like, I, I don't know I feel like sometimes Fan games are like are allowed to exist. I think it's like if you start charging money for them, they are not allowed to. Or if they are, I'm not sure. Like I, I just yeah, haven't got around to it yet. It's more than haven't gone around to it. It's flown under the radar so far. I was gonna say, mate, I, yeah. At the moment, they're kind of focused on Tears of the Kingdom ROMs at the moment. Because um, you say like they don't as long it's they're loose with it, but like I watched them oh. uh ban someone from Twitch the other day for watching a Tears of the Kingdom trailer. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I, I think if it if this gets popular enough, surely the the ban the Nintendo hammer is coming yeah, I'd, down. I'd be worried if I were you, Steve. But, but, but yes. no, no. <laughs> it's like Pokemon Showdown is a battle simulator, and that's been around for years, and that's allowed to be like that's allowed to be up. I think as, as long as you don't do certain things, it's it's fine. As soon as you start messing with the mill tanks, like you've shown me, it gets a bit <laughs> it gets a bit dicey. I don't know. <laughs> there'll be one stream, and they'll do one of these hundred. You know, they haven't gotten around to it yet, but there'll be one of these one hundred eighty thousand fusions or whatever. They'll do it on stream. It'll pop up and it'll be like, oh, that's it. It's shut it all down. It's <laughs> yeah. done. Someone from Nintendo will be like, nope, we can't have this. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, too far. It'll be like a Sony character or something in this game. Like, you know, just next to Pokemon. They'll be like, nope, shut it down. Pikachu and Mewtwo and you end up with Nathan Drake. And then you, they have to shut it all down. <laughs> yeah, there well, have it been was fun. some like, fun <laughs> meme ones. Like, as I was saying earlier, like the, if you combine Snorlax and Lopunny, one of the combinations is Big Chungus. Like, there are it's a lot funny. of meme yeah. ones as well. So, yeah, who just, knows? But you put Pikachu with a Rattata or something and you get fucking Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank. Shut yeah. it down, shut it down. <laughs> Flew too close Again. to the sun. <laughs> this, is, this has been blowing up, so it's definitely worth a check out if you are into Pokemon. Yeah, this, this seems like kind of thing that I wouldn't personally play, but I am well up for destroying my YouTube Shorts algorithm. To yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, I'll be back next week. Like, I've watched... 10 hours worth of YouTube shorts of Pokemon fusions. I need help. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, we'll chuck it along then. What have you been doing, Sam? Uh, Honko Star Rail. Who saw that coming? Who saw that coming? Um, yeah, so uh, I finished it. I finished all content. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'm now doing Endgame, in quotes. Right, what is that? Uh, so I believe 
because the only really thing I found is the um, it's got this like roguelike mode, simulated universe. Yeah, yeah. You go in, you pick four of your characters, and you have to go through, do combats, and then after you finish, like you have like thirteen floors, and then once you finish a floor, you can like kind of choose whether you want to go to a combat floor or like miscellaneous floor. You know, yeah. like standard uh, roguelike type of deal. And I want to say very quickly, I think it's the coolest part of this game is that roguelike mode. I really like it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the only thing that gives it... Length. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously the game's not finished. And yeah. traditionally, you know, like an RPG, you play it for the story, you finish the game, you put it down. You don't, you don't keep going back to these types, this genre of game, you know? Yeah. So it is cool. Um, and the thing that I'm enjoying at the moment is there's as you clear these worlds, these these simulated universes, the levels go up of the things you're fighting. Yeah, by five each time. So you get to stuff that's your level, and then the next one's five levels above you, and then the next one's ten levels above you, and it's like how because you can get like a broken build, right? But yeah. eventually you get to a point where yeah. it it doesn't matter if if you've got a broken build, you're so under level. You're literally that... soft capped by content that's not yeah. out yet. Yeah. Yeah. You can't hit stuff hard enough. Yeah. But um it's very hard to get to that point just because the content is difficult. Like it's not easy to get an OP build to clear content that you're five levels under. Yeah. You can get really strong builds, but the boss will kick your ass. Yeah, so, it's, all, it's all numbers at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah. yeah they've, so, they've calculated that as well. They've worked all this out. And... Yeah, I mean, I managed to clear the level 60. Uh, I think the boss was 60 or 65. Yeah. And I cleared that at level 50. Okay. And um, I finally got, like, a god run. I was going to say, if you get the right upgrades and everything just clicks, you just end up... Being yeah. way better and than it, you're it also to be. has that standard like roguelike meta progression, yeah. where every time you win or fail, you get credits, and you can spend those credits on a talent tree, and that talent tree makes you stronger over time. Yeah, like, sometimes it's just all of your guys have more attack, all of your guys have more defense, and then sometimes it's at the start of the game you get an extra power, so now you're plus one power at the start, and then you know. That translates through, you have easier fights, so you get further, so you get more powers, you know. Yeah, because I was, I was way behind you. You've gone way ahead of me in terms of like how much you've done, I think. And when I first did this like roguelike mode, I was like, oh, okay, it's, you know, it's simple enough, I guess. There's so many more things in the game. Like, I'm not surprised it's simple. But then as you get further in, it's like, no, here's like a talent tree for the roguelike mode. I'm like, oh, okay. That's cool. And then you get a bit further and you play a bit more and it's like, oh, okay. and here are relics that adjust your yeah. runs. And I was like, oh, there's like 60 or something relics that drastically change how things work in this mode. I was just really surprised yeah. at how in-depth this mode is. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really good. And it's, it's weird how suited it is. Yeah. 
for this style of game. Like, uh, I still can't get over how you've taken a the, the traditional JRPG genre, made it gacha, put a roguelike in it, and uh, it just works. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure, like, these games have been around on mobile for ages. This is just the first one that's had a substantial amount of visual budget chucked into it. And that's purely because of all the Genshin money, I feel yeah. like. Because, um, again, this is Honkai Star Rail, but I'm pretty sure this is Honkai 4, right? Like, this isn't the first Honkai game. Like, these have existed before. Uh, okay. They're just not... It's definitely the only one that's been to my attention. Oh, again, like... yeah, and that's because... That's, nah, that's because the... <laughs> When you when you go on the app store and look up gacha games, they don't all look like this. <laughs> well, I also don't look at gacha games. That, yeah. that as well, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I've been doing that, and I recently just increased my level cap to sixty, which also means I'm able to get legendary gear. So with my energy, I'm currently farming out uh, the correct gear sets for people, so that I can start getting. Start optimizing him and maxing yeah. my characters, which is uh, cool. So you're so you're, you're one of the, you're one of the dudes on my friends list now that have a level sixty character to help out. Yeah, yeah, because there's not many of you. Most people are <laughs> soft capped at fifty, and there's I yeah. think you and Corn uh, are yeah, both Matt, level sixty. Hey. Oh, okay. So everyone's starting to slowly get there now. Yeah, okay. if you had been doing your daily since it came out, you'd have been sixty. Okay, so I I have been. But I just straight oh, you just up haven't done a story. Just haven't yeah. done a story, yeah. Okay, yeah. So that's that's about it with that. Um, I'm enjoying that. And then I picked a game up a while ago, and I kept looking at it. Never <laughs> actually played it for ages. And I started playing it, and it's uh, it's F1 Manager <laughs> 2022. <laughs> oh god! I've always said this podcast is a safe space. That you can talk about whatever you want to. I'm not <laughs> wow, going to stop you. I, go, no, I go comment on, about Halo and I get reamed. Okay. No, that's an objectively wrong opinion. I'm not doing that again, <laughs> Steve. The, the thing is, as well, is like I, I have no interest in F1. <laughs> what I do have <laughs> is this style of game. Spreadsheets. I love manager. Yeah, I, I love this idea of like you, you're kind of like simulating taking over a business almost yeah and then like you get into it and then there's almost like too much because in real life if you actively try to run every single aspect of a big business it would be too much right that's why you Mm. hire people to do that shit but like because it's online well you know online is on the internet you can, and it's a game, you can game the system. <laughs> you can find out, like, what's the best things to do and how to do them and what to do. And, yeah, I, I don't know what it is, because, again, you don't actually drive in the game. It just simulates. You can, but you can, you can watch a race. Yeah, and you can still have impact on the race Yeah, by changing strategies and adjusting to different factors like weather or crashes and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah. But I don't have to I hate driving games and I don't have to drive. <laughs> it's great. I, I, I you are you're literally the meme of I'm at work looking at the bad spreadsheet 
but now I get to go home and look at the good spreadsheet. <laughs> like, All spreadsheets are good. Yeah. <laughs> All I know about F1 is that people that are into F1 are really into F1. Yeah. Yeah. That that and yeah. I know that, and I also know that it's it's not an individual sport. It's not about the driver. It's about. No. I mean, like fifty it's... people. Yeah, it's one of those weird ones where it's like, it, it's easy to think it's all about the driver, yeah. But it, it is actually a lot about the driver than, like, more about the driver than you think it is as well. Like, it's, also, it's also about just the teams that make the vehicles, right? It's like a showcase of the best vehicle a yes. team can make. Well, it's like, I'm pretty sure right now. Like again, I'm not up to date. With yeah, F1. I don't. Uh, yeah, preface this. One, I know nothing sure about F1. Like Mercedes have been dominant for God knows how many years, yeah. and now they're not. Like yeah. I, I, I don't know whether it's the past one or two seasons, and it's like eventually, you know, other cars get better through production and manufacturing, yeah. and. It doesn't matter how good of a driver you are, if your car is worse and the other driver is good enough, they yeah. will win. But then you, you, I have watched enough that it's like, no, you, you do see like those moments of brilliance from drivers yeah. where they're just like, that guy's just clearly better. And you're like, he earned this win. It's, it's one of those sports like, where I, I, I don't think I've got it in me personally. I'm not interested enough to watch a whole race, but I like, I like watching like highlights. Things yes. like that. The great sport to watch uh, highlights, I think. But yeah, I had yeah. I, used to, I used to work with someone who used to fucking love F one. Yeah, she was yeah, so, so. always going about F one. She'd come in and just be going mad about it. And it's just it was very clear that I knew nothing about F one, but she'd still be like I, so enthusiastic. I I went out with someone for a couple of years, and then randomly, about like two years into our relationship. She was like, "Oh, I'm, uh, I'm watching the uh, can't do anything next weekend. We we're uh, watching the F1." And I was like, <laughs> "Since when? You you have <laughs> never mentioned this in two years that I've known you. Where is this coming from?" <laughs> That's really good. They were a secret F1 fan. That's like a time. skit. So we talk about. I always talk about F1. <laughs> yeah, literally, it was. <laughs> Gaslight. I was like, yeah. yeah, I was like, I'm, am I going insane? We've never watched F1 before. <laughs> we were watching it yesterday. Will you? Are you are you okay? <laughs> but yeah, that's that's been me. Uh, spreadsheet games, more yeah. Honkai, and shout out to Deceive Inc. That game's still great. Yeah, Deceive Inc. Still mm, absolutely yeah, that's dominant. A good point. Okay, well then, what have you been doing then, Will? Hello, um, I want to complain about Redfall some more, because I think Steve undersold oh, it shit. last week. Um <laughs> Because I think uh, listening, I I sort of resigned myself to uh, the game being sort of kind kind of bad, but a fun time with friends, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think Steve, you you were much the same way. You were you were sort of like, it's not my thing, but maybe. But if you have friends, you'd probably have a good time. Yeah, I was gonna say because well, that's the thing is it was it was I was not sure about playing with friends. I was like, it'd probably be fine with friends. Yeah. Well, I brought. Three friends and I played Redfall for about six hours on uh, the day after the last week's podcast. And that game's bad. That game is just there's <laughs> nothing there. I am so shocked this game is actually released in the state that it's in. Um, Unsavable. 
Yeah, it's unsafe. There's nothing here. There's literally nothing here that um That's so sad. Is worth working on. And the worst part is like now instead of Arcane going on and making something good, actually good, now they're gonna spend like the next god knows, you know, probably at least the rest of the year trying to salvage this before eventually it just they give up and it and it goes away. It, yeah. it fades yeah. from Imagine imagine inside. being like an artist or a programmer or a sound guy on this game coming to work looking at your tasks for redfall and just thinking why yeah there's no point like for the 200 people left playing this who are gonna slowly draining away yeah it's um i saw the steam charts for this game it's not good (laughs) there's like a big big spike at the start and immediately tapers off to just yeah. like to not um, as much as this game should have. It's, I mean, it's okay. The okay, the thing I liked, the one thing I liked is I think the concept of um, these vampires, it, the, the art and the the concept of vampires kind of mixed with like old gods is how it feels because you're in a kind of fishery fishing port town, you know, very Innsmouthy yeah. almost, and the whole. Uh, concept of the thing is you're on this island and all of the um they've they've these there's vampires have taken over they've blotted out the sun uh they've they've made a permanent eclipse so even daytime is not safe from vampires and then to stop people coming and going they have just receded the sea in this really cool effect and you spawn on a uh you, you start the game on a on a on a ship on a ferry that's been beached because the tide has all run out and has been is being held back by some kind of weird ritual sort of thing. Okay. And there's like moments where you're running around in like a dry seabed with all these beach ships and the, the waves are like towering over you in the distance, but they're frozen. And you're like, this is fucking cool. This is a really cool idea. Yeah, um, strong start, strong opening aesthetic. Strong opening aesthetic, yeah. And then anything happens and you're like oh okay i'm back in the bad video game that i don't want to be playing right now and um like i said like i bought three people that i really enjoy playing video games with and i was like bored by the end of the session like i wasn't bored because of the friends and because of the people i was playing with because we were having a good time we were just talking about blade the entire time um like did you know in blade there was a scene where, for whatever reason, Wesley Snipes was throwing a hissy fit and he refused to open his eyes, so they just CGI'd his <laughs> eyes open. I didn't that's know that. I true. do now. That's not true. That's 100%, not true. That's true. Look it up. <laughs> All I know about Blade um, are like the handful of quotes that are just yeah. ingrained. Like, some motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill. Like, that's yeah. stuff like that. Classic yeah. quote. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I guess there's not really much I can add, I think, to redfall discourse it's like the shooting is no fun the loot is bad the enemies have no variety and most of them don't even seem to acknowledge that you're there uh for the most part they just sort of exist um world is empty quests are boring uh the people you're playing as they have these powers that are range from boring to useless like i was playing as a character that had uh a shield, which um, the va- the vampires are all melee, so she'll I, she like holds a shield in front of her. Vampires yeah. just walk right through it and hit me, so yeah, good, that good, was useless. Good job. Yep. And all the enemies that shot 
just it i had to stand in front of him just to get him to shoot me and because there was four of us it was like well okay i'll, I'll hold this shield up oh okay someone shot i've me. heard i can't remember who it was but someone react. someone on your stream you was playing with was saying their ability was a was summoning a stronger sniper rifle that was worse yeah. than the sniper rifle they had equipped as their normal gun. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. so it was like oh this is actually useless yeah yeah <laughs> um and it and it's like the the most fun we had with the powers the whole day was there's one character my character could make a basically what was a bounce pad and you run into it launches you in the air um brilliant useless in combat but brilliant um and another player had a teleporter beacon where they could throw it and then they could like quickly teleport back and forth between those two points and we figured out that by combining my bounce pad with his teleporter throw we could skip half the level <laughs> and that was the most fun we had all day <laughs> actively breaking this already broken game yeah yeah that's, um, that's cool though that's like the only the most interesting thing you do is obviously accidental that they didn't right. really plan for yeah well, well because it's like um you'd think you have they have four characters and it's like when you play something like a borderlands um for one thing all the characters have different like subclasses and even within those subclasses there's a bunch of different ways to like build yes. your yeah. character right um i always remember from the first borderlands there was like turret guy and it's like turret guy can heal he can shoot rockets he can do all this different stuff this is like if you took a borderlands if you took one borderlands character from like not even a recent borderlands where they've expanded it all like borderlands 1 take one of those characters split it into four and that's that's your redfall yeah. like suite of powers there's no customization there's like some minor tweaks to your powers you can do but basically nothing um oh yeah i'm annoyed i'm annoyed it's, it's, i'm back it's annoyed so, it's, just it's, talking it's, about it's it it's so sad it's so sad there's been obviously since this has all happened it's been over a week yeah. now um there's been lots of discourse about this game mm. um did you see the interview with phil spencer on no yes. i haven't watched that yet i haven't it's, watched it. i haven't watched it all but i've heard certain like highlights from it and there's certain stuff from it that's just like some of the stuff he comes out with is like fascinating some of the, like you know head of xbox wherever he is i can't remember exactly yeah. specifically he, say, he says a lot of stuff like um uh internally because obviously, AAA games are reviewed internally before they, yeah, they have mock reviews. They have mock reviews, um, and he straight up said that somehow this game mock reviewed double digits higher than where it is now. So he wouldn't yeah. say how much specifically, but internally, this game was supposed to be at least ten, you know, review points yeah higher yeah. than where it landed which how you, you missed the mark so hard someone's getting fired something yeah. who yeah. played it internally and was like yeah this game's finished though well not not yeah. just finished but like this game i think it's settled now somewhere between 60 and 70 and you know they might have looked at it and been like yeah this is like an 80 maybe that feels high to me yeah i was gonna say like <laughs> what happened it's happened uh, it? this is 55 this it, is a 55 on Metacritic. It's like, regardless of how it happens, like, it has happened. Um, mm -hmm. Something fundamentally is going weird at both Arcane yeah. and at the way Microsoft are now managing these studios. It's because, well, okay, because it's like, Microsoft buys Bethesda, presumably 
this was in some kind of pre-production when they bought them, right? This like it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Um I mean this was uh, this was slated for PS3 at one point, right? PS, PS sorry, it? PS, PS, thought... PS, PS3. Fuck me. PS5. I was gonna say, Jesus Christ. <laughs> PS5. <laughs> PS5. PS4? No. Hang on. <laughs> PS5. Yeah. Is it on PS5? Is it not on PS5? I don't think it is. No. But Redfall, oh, what? Redfall really? was allegedly in development for at least PS5 at one point. Oh, no, of course. Yeah, it's a Microsoft exclusive. What am I talking about? Well, it is um, now because of the acquisition of Bethesda. Yeah. Because they released um, Deathloop on PS5 on, out yeah, of obligation yeah. because they were purchased before Deathloop came out. But that game had a whole bunch of like PS5 exclusive shit tied to it. I think. Yeah, yeah. So it's all it's all a bit weird. And and it was it was Deathloop and it was Ghostwire Tokyo. I think. Yeah. Were the two games. But but at some point, this game they were like, we have to put this game out. I guess. But the thing is, like, I honestly think I'm not. Obviously, I'm not a business guy. But this does so much harm to your brand for microsoft for bethesda for um yeah. arcane like okay so you so have i get i get they have to canceled. i get they have to recoup their cost at some point but really should, but, but do I they feel like it should have just been canceled I was, I was about to say if you're microsoft with microsoft money do you just cancel this game but yeah, but you have Microsoft money. You can't afford to just be burning money for years and years. But if you've got a brand, if it's a brand issue, sometimes yeah. these things last longer than the the effects can be larger than you originally perceive. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, because Arcane has gone from those cool guys that make Dishonored and Prey and don't miss to Deathloop was kind of okay, I guess, to oh god, that's kind of like two, <laughs> two mid-games in a row now. Well, it's a mid-game and a bad game. Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, you could, you know, Arcane announces a game now after Redfall. Is it kind of like, uh... Yeah. They, uh, they need to do a Dishonored next, right? I, I, that's what I said. I said. I said the best news that came out of Redfall being bad is it basically guarantees their next game is either Dishonored Three yeah. or Prey <laughs> or Two? Because <Prey> <laughs> <laughs> they need they need an um, easy win that fans will like. Yeah, exactly. But that's my point. Is like, um, I I get it, it's a it's big business. They've spent a lot of money on this game. Clearly, like it, there's hints of expensiveness here. None of it comes together in the slightest. But like, you in know, what, it, in what this regards, isn't like, like an, art or. Well, I mean, look at the look at the trailers they've been putting out. Oh yeah, the I guess yeah. they've been putting behind this. Like this game says money. It doesn't like walk the walk, but it at least <laughs> talks the talk. Yeah. Um, and it's I, you know obviously I get they have to recoup some of that cost, but I feel like th- this should have just been cance- cancelled or reworked into something basically completely different. Maybe it was. Maybe this was like a. a supposed to be like a proper immersive dishonored sim um, yeah, and they just changed their mind to quite and at late some point midway through they were like we could make way more money if we made this a live service game but yeah um it's, it's yeah it's, it's, it's interesting to look at now now that the you know the dust is starting to settle and you can just look at this for what it is it's very mm. interesting like how do these it's 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 fun discussing like how 
this could have happened and what happens next i find really interesting yeah 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 because it just it doesn't arcane is has a has a pedigree they make you know well put together games and it's like how there's so much wrong with this game that's like like just amateur stuff like you you pick up a legendary shotgun and it's like plus 20 cent percent damage to humans and you're like how could a studio sign off on this and be like yeah that's a super interesting way to do loot like well it's so it's baffling they make they make you go I was going to say, that's the thing, though, is that I feel like that's happening to a lot of game companies over the last three years. It's like, it's like, look at uh, Cyberpunk, what are they, Project CD Red? They were like, yeah, darlings yeah. for Witcher 3, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, now you can't really trust that they're going to do something good. Uh, There's a bunch maybe, of... maybe I'm remembering Cyberpunk wrong, but that game was just like buggy more than anything else. Like, the game was still there. I think I think now that the dust has completely settled on Cyberpunk, and a lot of the not a lot of the bugs, but like a good chunk of bugs have been fixed, and you can kind mm-hmm. of see the game more for what it is. I think people are more favorable towards it now. Well, Whereas I, I that, don't know, I don't know if that will happen with this. I was gonna say it's more more though that like studios which had that trust of oh they're gonna be giving a good game, you can't really have that guarantee for any studio anymore, really. I mean, there's, like, there are still a even handful Blizzard of... had their like their high golden moment in the sun for a while, and now it's like then it was like every game was like, come on, there's I've... always something wrong with everything. There are still a handful of devs that I put money into, name put, them, or consistently good games from Nintendo, soft, from soft Nintendo. Or just you wait for Armored Core Mech Warrior Seventeen. This is the weirdest take you've had. So you think that game's gonna be bad? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just shit staring at this point. But I'm like, oh wait, I, I want it to be bad. Just so <laughs> people lose faith. I think Nintendo generally don't miss because even their games that aren't True. aren't ten out of ten, you know what you're getting. Like, I'm not gonna yeah. delude myself that Pikmin Four is gonna be ten out of ten and break records. But I, <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be a bad game. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. it'll be a good Pikmin game. And uh, yeah, From Soft. Or another easy one. Capcom these days. I know these things. I was going to say Capcom, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like, oh. Capcom. Cap- like, Capcom can slip, don't get me wrong, but there's some series they won't. No, there's but... so, Capcom, as of right now, are doing all right. But they changed from bad to good so quickly that I, I realized that it can easily go the other I was way. Say, very we've got quickly. Exoprimal coming out. I was gonna say, yeah, let's see how Exoprimal does. <laughs> I, Exoprimal. Um, I, love that game. I, I can't wait for Exoprimal. <laughs> Absolute um, But I know what Steve's getting at. Like the it's game. You know, games are so much more expensive to make these days, and it, you see these high-profile like big failures. Um, yeah, more and, and more. it's like, how how does this happen? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. th- there's so much money and it, time and talent going into these studios and these projects, and it's like, how does something like a Redfall end up? Yeah, it's weird being put out, being released because there are a whole bunch of devs. I guarantee you, there are a whole bunch of arcane devs that worked really hard on this game that mm-hmm. are now seeing the reception to it and are going, obviously. Like, of course this yeah, game yeah. wasn't ready. I worked on it for years and years. It was nowhere close to being ready. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, and they, they have their big note that's like, their email that's like, hey, we still need to fix all of this before we even think of putting this out. And it's just all these unread messages yeah. to 
I don't know, Phil Spencer, whoever's, yeah. in, whoever's in charge. <laughs> like enemies T-posing within player distance is a minor bug yeah. which won't be fixed for launch. It's like, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, like that. I think that's the biggest thing is like a lot of reviews I saw were like, yeah, it's buggy and it doesn't run very well. And it's like, that is just not the not the problem with this no, game yeah. <laughs> like because <laughs> the other thing that i've been playing if we want to mix and match is uh jedi survivor yeah um which doesn't run great but by all accounts is a really good game underneath and it's like well then you just wait a week and they'll that's that's out. that's the weird thing about jedi survivor because i have my own story with this which is um because i rent i've said before loads of times on the podcast i rent all my games um, yeah. Because there are, it, it allows me to play a whole bunch of games that I wouldn't be willing to buy for seventy pounds. Um, mm-hmm. And the place I'm with, I'm pretty sure it's not their fault. I know it's been dispatched. It's been lost in the post, and it was this game, Jedi Survivor. And this game launched with a whole bunch of technical issues. Yeah. Um, as you say, the game itself is supposedly really good, which we'll, I, I guess you'll talk about in a second. But um, whilst I've been waiting to get this game in the post over like the week and a half all i'm seeing are like bug fix game runs better bug fix this bit is a bug fix bug yeah. fix. And it's just like yeah. oh by the time i get this game <laughs> it'll it's, be gonna be, it's actually gonna be completely yeah. fixed yeah although yeah. isn't it like all the problems are on pc for jedi survivor in the console version yeah, apparently the port is not the great. console version is also weird it was is um it? yeah so it, right. came, it came this game has performance mode and what's the other one um resolution mode cinematic mode whatever so yeah high yeah. frame rate mode as in 60 or 4k mode as in locked 30 um and a whole bunch of people were saying yeah console versions fine you know you know just put it on performance mode and it's fine and then when it started coming out like it's not fine it ran at like 40 frames and dipped here and there and sometimes would yeah, hit 60 and it was like kind of jank console hmm. players are used to like less than stellar right uh oh i think that's kind of like where it kind so of comes from is... console peasants Right. But, but not being mean to console players, Steve. What I think what it comes down to is console players are specifically less averse to some of the stuff that PC players might experience a lot yeah. more, of, such as fluctuating frame rates and resolutions and things like that. So, mm. um, but yeah, this console like, player doesn't know any frames above sixty. Uh, yeah, if you go back to last iteration, it wasn't any frame rate above fucking thirty, let alone sixty. We're only at sixty <laughs> now because of the new tech. But yeah, sorry to completely derail that. But no, that's fine. Because because basically, you mentioned you were having trouble getting hold of it, and I was like, well, someone should probably play this. So I yeah. subbed to the um, EA EA Pro, whatever it is, for yeah. twelve quid, and I was like, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll pay twelve quid to play Jedi Survivor. Sure, <laughs> it, looks, yeah. it looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not very far in. I've basically just done the intro, which is on Coruscant, and it's a little heist, and it's pretty fun. Um, plays very much like the first at least the intro plays very much like the intro from the first game where it's like you you're kind of letting you have a go but most of the, most of it is yeah. like uh uh uncharted-esque set pieces where you're like I'm only kind of in control here but that's okay well, you're on, like you on like a train at the start of the first game I think Yeah you were in the like ship breakers uh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember a fight on a train or something. I think it was. I think it's yeah. raining. I can't remember, but I remember it being really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, like, it, it runs surprisingly well for me. It's my unicorn setup. As I can't believe how is your PC still doing this? I, I don't get it. <laughs> this game runs like it has a uh, it has uh, pop in. I guess is the most annoying thing. Yeah. Um, and there are some stuttering when I go through. There's very clear, like you know, like God of War duck under this rock loading oh, screen yeah, moment yeah there's some very clear bits like that um and it, there's a little bit of stuttering whenever i cross one of those but for the most part like runs well combat is fine um do you have a, do have you have a massive ginger next week do you have a massive ginger mullet okay that's the weird thing so far <laughs> is uh in the first game you would find chests and in the chests were like lightsaber bits and different colored ponchos and stuff like that here it's like I've kicked a chest open and he's been like cool and it's a new beard and I'm like what? <laughs> who's who's stashing a new beard in the back alley of Coruscant and why do you want to wear that? Yeah, What's, this I is my beard this now. Is so fucking weird. How does that work? Like in universe, is it like a picture of someone with that beard and he's like, hmm, yeah. I want this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when you yeah. go, like you go to the barbers in town and there's pictures on the in the windows of like nice haircuts and you're like, hmm, yes. It's like a picture of like it's like a wanted poster for like Obi Wan, and he's like, "Oh, I, I like that. Good look yeah. At that. Yeah, <laughs> hello there." Yeah, it's um, it's it's we talked about it before, but I just think it's so weird for this game that he's customizable. It seems like the app, the game where he doesn't need to be customizable at all. Yeah, but he is. Well, I, I, there's like you know, customizing your lightsaber, very cool, very cool part that's, of like that's Star fine. Wars. Yeah, that's uh, fine. Star Wars lore. Um, Lots of different armors from what I've seen, which is like, there's like throw, I found like a, a clone trooper, like rigged, you know, like somebody had yeah. taken a stormtrooper armor and kind of rigged their own uh, little chess piece out of it. And I was like, very cool. I like that. But then, yeah, change the guys, give them a mullet and a, it's, to me, to me, <laughs> a it's Fu Manchu. To, I'm like, why? To me, it's like playing like Uncharted 4 and being like, you can change Nathan Drake. It's like, no, no. Yeah, why would I though? Why, yeah. why would I yeah. ever change? Like that's the character. It's it's like, yeah. um, all these trailers. He just yeah. looks like the canonical version of himself, the one that's used in all the key art and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, it's. Just, I, I just yeah, I don't get it. It's like it's like going to watch. It's like I want to watch Indiana Jones Temple of Doom, except this time I want Harrison Ford to have a mohawk. Please, I think that would be fun <laughs> yeah. this time around. <laughs> It's like what? It's okay, I guess. This is this, um, this scenario is you talking to an AI bot in about ten years' time, yeah. Where you can ask yeah. it to generate that, and it will do it for you. I want to watch, uh, this and I video. can't wait. I want to watch this video, but give Harrison Ford, like, yeah, a mohawk, and it's like, yep, there you go. Um, yeah, that's all I really have on Jedi. So, oh no, there is one thing that kind of annoys me is, um. I don't know if this is like a new trend or if it's gotten worse or if I'm just noticing it having played a lot of this kind of game yeah. in recent years. I really wish characters would just shut the fuck up for a while. That's been <laughs> happening for a while. Yeah. Um like there's there's obviously this game is like voice acted, the guy is mocapped as well. Um I think everyone is and yeah. uh the voice acting is good. It's 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 really good. Um but just like Hey, just let moments like sit for a bit. Jesus Christ, uh, I don't need to know. It's like these people all have um, what's that thing where you have like no filter, right? Yeah, it's just, just say whatever you're thinking. It's just saying the first thing that comes into their head all the time, and it's like, 
no one acts like this. This is really weird. I can see this getting worse with the amount of AI generated content coming out. Like if what does that mean? Like like we're getting like it's a big story about like uh like NPC dialogue might suddenly become AI generated like for like you know towns random townspeople and whatnot, and like AI voice stuff is starting to become bigger as well. Like I could see like just like, getting constantly bombarded with voices of like random gibberish. No, but I think I, th- I think that the pro- the problem. I don't mind going into a busy town in an open world game or something and having NPCs talk. AI or not, that's fine. I think, I don't know if that's what Will's talking about, but what gets me is when I play something like God of War or specifically, this one was really bad, was Horizon Forbidden West. Mm. When Aloy is just on her own, narrating every single thing she's doing every two seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True, right. yeah. It's like, it's like I'm sat at my keyboard right in the morning and I'm like, hmm, I'm feeling kind of thirsty. I should get a coffee. I'm going to go to the kitchen now. That's probably where they left the kettle. Anyway, oh, where's the water? Is it in the fridge? Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. like, nobody acts like that. It's that, really... That is Aloy it, in the New Horizon game. It's really it, it, it's really bad. It's proper Uncanny Valley, mate. It takes me out sometimes. You'll, it's you'll, weird. You'll be playing Forbidden West, and you'll have to climb, you know, like a cliff. You'll be like, oh, I have to climb this cliff because blah, blah's up there. It looks pretty steep. I have to be careful. And you start climbing the cliff. Oh, this cliff's really scary. Oh, I'm going to keep going. Oh, I've just got to get to blah, blah on top of the cliff. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, sh- shut up. <laughs> just fucking calm down. Just, just be quiet. On? Christ. This, and there is, um, sorry, yeah, you go. There, this is like, uh, um, you're, you have your like, BD1 with you, and every kind, everything is kind of uh couched in like he's talking to him right so you'll do something bd1 will make a beep and he'll be like ha, yeah buddy i love grapple hooks and and like that's you know so it's 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 better here but it's yeah. still oh it's just it's, it's just, okay so so call it <laughs> swagger in chat has just put maybe that's supposed to be her thoughts like i would prefer that it's in the game it's her talking but i wouldn't mind just some really subtle filter over it and just being like yeah she's thinking this i'll be like okay that's it doesn't change anything but contextually it makes more sense to me than someone just shouting at a cliff but i I wonder if they've tried that because all games loads of games do most third person like adventure games do this right and i wonder if at some point they said well let's make it an internal monologue and everyone was like no i don't like that yeah that's really weird yeah i don't like it because it it can't be this way just because nobody's tried it right yeah Mm. It's, it's one of those things where i don't like it but i I do understand why it's there because there are a lot of players that need everything explained. Otherwise, mm. they don't know. Like, there are some people that will be playing a game and they'll get halfway up the cliff and won't know which way to go. And yeah. they need yeah. Aloy to tell them to keep climbing the cliff. Yeah. Because otherwise, I feel like they you're get calling stuck. me out here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're like... one of those players, then you're the problem, Steve. That's why they're there. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. I just wish that there's games. Are starting to have, um, like, what's the word? Difficulty sliders that go beyond just like easy, medium. You can, in fact, yeah. this game does it. You can be like, um, I want the combat to be harder, but I wish the parry timing was easier and stuff like that. Like, I like that. You can, yeah, that's really you good. Can change, and some I've seen some games that are like, I just want the puzzles, or I just want the combat, or I want both, or I want both Iro- to be easier yeah. on the right, like. And I like that. I think that's good. Ironically, Horizon, one, like, yeah, Horizon does that really well, ironically. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I wish there was just a slider that was like, 
I've played a video game before. Yeah, please, just shut please. up. Yeah. Or, or just like, <laughs> please give the main character his like meds today so he stops just saying every single yeah. thing that comes into his head. Because, yeah, it, it, it's weird to me. I think um, God of War, Ragnarok, did the thing. We've discussed this before, but I always I like talking about it. It's, it's about how any puzzle, um, Atreus starts describing vaguely some sort of solution three seconds into the puzzle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's because so many people, despite spending 70 quid on this game, will get to a puzzle, be like, I don't get it, and they will just stop playing. Like yeah. that, 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 that's it. It's just like, well, gotta put the kids to bed or something, so I'll do that instead. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. And then, then they never play it ever again. And that's yeah. why you have to explain, because if you have a game that sells... 10 million copies, 20 million copies. When you're dealing with those sorts of numbers, if even a fraction of a percentage of players stop playing because of a puzzle like that, that's thousands of people that just stop. So you have to account for everyone. And I think, like you said, the solution is just having something where it's like, okay, look, have you played a game before? (laughs) Do you want our trailers to tell you a solution or not? Things like that. Or just a button on the screen that's like, give a hint. Like, hey, I've I, look, I'm stuck. Yeah. What's my character? Give it. A, give us a hint in game, in like yeah. diegetically. I think that would be cool. Uncharted um, was good at that. I think you used to. You'd be in an area for a bit too long. It would press square to hint, and it yeah, would aim, it would aim that, the camera actually. at where you're supposed to go. It wasn't because there was like a bunch of like he'd be looking through his journal, right? And you'd be trying to solve a puzzle, and then you could be like. Uh, hey Sully, what do you think of this? And he'd be like, "Oh, I think you have to do X." Yeah. And you're like, "Oh, yeah, reach out." Actually, reach Drake, out, you idiot, you're gonna do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark Perfect. Wahlberg. Thanks, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not very far in. I'll probably have more to say about Jedi Survivor next week. Um, and don't play Redfall, whatever you do. Yeah. Try to avoid Redfall if you can. Yeah, that's the thing though. I feel like everyone telling anything, don't play Redfall. There's gonna be people who are like, no, I need to play it now because I've got to see how bad it is. Will was it's not. I, I was like... one of those people. It wasn't worth it. Yeah, it's not fun. Bad. It's just bad. Every every <laughs> every single person has that at least once. Yeah, where it's saying it's really bad, and you say, you know what? I'm gonna go against the grain. I'm gonna try it and see for yeah. myself. Oh no, it is actually really bad. It's it's funny. Um, I don't. It's I don't ever want to. You don't want to be the guy that's like, how? Why are you having fun? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. obviously, people have fun whatever they want. I like the Transformers movies. I recognize they are terrible movies. Ooh. Um, but <laughs> you thought my hair people are bad. like I, I've seen like <laughs> reviews of this game where they're like, oh, everyone's just a hater, and I'm like, I don't understand the this hill. You're dying. I, you can like whatever you like, but why this game? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there's so many better games out. Literally, there's so many better games out within this month and the following months and previous months. Like, why this game? <laughs> that's that's the issue, with it, isn't it? it? Is this was supposed to, Redfall was supposed to be the cool little fun game to tie everyone over until all the all the other big stuff. Them. Yeah, and then maybe if it's really good, you know, we'll keep playing it in the future. It's just like no, yeah, it, yeah. Like if anything, this will get completely forgotten about. Yeah, because. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have this now, all the bad press. Some people will like it. You know, like like you say, like props to you if you if you do like Insane it. Insane like, people. If you do like it, that's great. But Tears of the Kingdom, Diablo Four, 
Street yeah. Fighter, Final Fight. Like, there's so many big things coming out of that will just, even if you're not playing them, news wise, will completely swallow this game. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll, you'll never hear about Redfall again until they do some sort of content drop for some reason, at which point the everyone's reply will just be, oh, yeah, Redfall. Forgot about that. It, it, it's, um, it's just going to be another anthem where, like, they. They say for a while, yeah, we're dedicated to fixing this. They'll do a couple of like minor content releases. Most of it will just be bug fixes, and then like this game will quietly cease yeah. development, like probably by the end of the year. If yeah. I was a betting man, do you know have to? Would have been funny. They should have. They should have been like, "Hey, we're having a little bit of problems with Redfall. We're going to delay it a week. Release it the day before Tears of the Kingdom." <laughs> would have been set under the rug. Well, need I remind you that Babylon's Fall? Is still getting another uh, season pass drop. No, that's done, isn't it? That's I, thought it was, I thought it was getting one more as a final one, even though it had like five players or something. Because they, we said how they were going to do... I'll have to double check. For some reason in my head, I feel like they were doing one more and then they were done. Because do you remember when that came out and it had like 50 players and they were like, we're going to keep supporting yeah. it and it was like, Dude, come on. <laughs> like... Don't know. Um, Babylon's Fall has officially ended its service, apparently. Why am I, why am I getting confused then? Maybe I'm just, on February 27th. I'm just out of date. You're I'm, thinking of Anthem? Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I'm thinking of something. <laughs> but it's just these live service games where they promise future content, where the writing is kind of clearly on the wall. It's like, who yeah. are you fooling? Yeah. Like, come on. Well, just, pro- let's, let's drop the pretense. Let's just say you're moving on. This was terrible. We'll yeah. just make something else. <laughs> well, they probably have to do that because if it's like too soon, they should offer refunds, and they're probably like, well, "Yeah, we're going to continue just so they yeah. can." Yeah, yeah. Avoid it's also that. yeah. If if they came out right now and said, "Yeah, Redfall was a massive failure. We're not going to support it." No one would play this at all. It's almost like they still want people. Like it's this is still a new game, which is supposedly yeah. supposed to be like a game pass. So they are still trying to. This game is on Steam. People are still trying to sell it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a live service game. As soon as you say it's dead, it's basically in yeah. the bin. But if they say it's dead too quickly, then it becomes like you should refund people. But if they at least give it like a year or at least like I, half a year. I, I don't then... think they I think there's enough it's it's okay, so it's not a great game, whatever, but there's not it's not bad enough, I feel like if they said we're not gonna continue it, I don't think they'd have to refund people. I think there's enough game here that you don't have to refund mm. people. I see what you mean, yeah. Because I, I don't know if this was... I mean, they've come out and said before this is going to be their, like, big support live service game, I guess, yeah. which could you could kind of be like, oh, well, you're dropping support immediately, so... <laughs> yeah, some people might have bought this game under the premise of, oh, this is going to be my game for the next, like... Yeah, this is my Destiny or yeah, something. I think, yeah, I think legally... Destiny the game, grounds, not some grandiose. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think that's grounds for a refund. I don't think you can refund a game just because it's Sam. Yeah, but you're if, yeah, but if they if they end services quickly and it was slated as like, oh, this is going to be a game that will be around for a while, and then it dies instantly. That's false. It's you know that's sold under false pretenses. Yeah, it's weird because I don't think it's really yeah. ever happened. So well, I don't know. It's one of those things where like I think you're both right. I think yeah, you could probably make the argument that this was like you should be able to get a refund and i think most places would probably just no questions asked refund you. I, was, I was just yeah. saying if you went on steam right now if you ever copied this on steam and just try to refund it regardless of how much you've played or whatever and just left a comment 
explaining a bunch of stuff, I wonder if you would get it refunded. Oh, I bet you would, 100%. Yeah, I bet you would as mm. well. Because <laughs> Steam's always like, we don't refund if you've played more than two hours or it's been two weeks. Blah, blah, blah. A lot of stuff, if you just... If there's controversy or something and it's a or it's a bad game and you just try and refund it and you explain, they're normally pretty okay with it. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's just, just never be rude to the you know customer support. Never be rude to customer customer service people will never it's never just their don't problem. be rude. Just don't be rude. Just yeah. don't be rude. Just don't be rude. Yeah. 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 Just be nice. Explain. Yeah. <laughs> send send some like um and and send some like nice words to the the Redfall devs. Like yes. just just say hey, yeah, sorry. Unfairly getting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I hate. I dread to think what their like customer service is going through right now. This game may be average, but no one that worked on this game in terms of the creative side is stupid or bad at this kind of thing. You know, it's game development is insanely hard. Yeah, yeah. It's not like oh, these devs are shit. It's like no, usually. Like nine times out of ten, this is always a time and management issue. Because mm-hmm. well, they bit off more than they could chew, or they had uh, un- they had deadlines that they just never had a chance of hitting, or something like that. Or it's... just bad management, just someone at the helm yeah. just leading the team in the wrong direction. Stop working on this. Start working on this instead. It's like, well, that bit's yeah. not done. Well, it's tough. Work on this bit instead. Make this, etc., yep. etc. It's yeah, it's it's never individual devs' fault typically. Um, yeah, Redfall. What a fascinating story this has been. This whole saga of this game, I absolutely love it. One one day there'll be an inside the Redfall development story yes, yeah. that comes out, and it'll be awesome. It'll be no no clip episode of Redfall. It'll be sick. yes, yeah. That's gonna make more money than the games did. <laughs> Probably would be surprised. I still bet. I still bet this is one of Arcane's best selling games by far. I bet this beats Prey purely by Game <laughs> Pass though. It's on yeah. Game Pass. So yeah. how do you? <clears throat> Or because it's the, it's the fact that because it's on Game Pass, we'll never actually know. Like we'll, oh, we'll, they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll come out one day and be like, "Redfall is the best game we've made, popularity-wise." It'll, it'll be some weird stat where it's like, "This is the best Xbox release in the month of May yes. uh, of all time about a game in first person about vampires." And you're Red, like, "Well, it doesn't mean anything." Does Red, it? Red, sure. Redfall is our most installed game ever. <laughs> most installed, yeah, Because yeah. I installed it, I haven't played it. But I installed it. There, there are tons of games like that where I install it and then it comes mm. out and it's just bad. And I'm like, oh, okay, uninstall. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I guess we'll uh, we'll get into some news then um, before we mm-hmm. wrap this up. So we've got a few news stories this week. Going from one Bethesda game to another, we've got a few news stories, but this one is just kind of tickled me a little bit. Um, this is about Starfield. Don't know if you've heard anything else about this but there's been some funny stuff <laughs> this week this week about starfield that um, is a title that is a title if anyone can't read the title it is starfield will let you do drugs and have sex with a jetpack on maybe so <laughs> there's not a whole Two bunch... dreams of mine <laughs> <laughs> one day one day <laughs> yeah there's uh obviously games before they come out get esrb like descriptions where you have you know you have to uh, portray what's in the game to warrant the score it's got and what you know things to watch out for um mm. so this has come out and it's basically outlined yeah so some of the stuff is outlined is there's um there's a drug in the game throughout the entire game kind of like um what's the one in oblivion is it like skooma or something you know, like how mm, there's always skooma. like yeah yeah there's always drugs in bethesda games right um there's a, drug, there's a drug called Aurora. 
and that players can steal, sell, take, and manufacture. Um, so there'll probably be like side quests or maybe main quests. I don't know, <laughs> involving lots of drugs. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's also <laughs> they have to. So with <laughs> the reason this title is about the jetpacks and sex is they have to outline stuff in the game that's you know it's a bit saucy, right? And there are sex references in the game, um, and there are voice lines after these scenarios and they're outlined in this so i'm going to tell you some of the voice lines that happen after these sexual encounters so i guess spoilers i guess if you're slight spoilers yeah for sex sections of starfield if you want to go in raw sections please (laughs) sex sections um you've got i'm all for getting a little wild but next time let's try it without the jetpacks that's one of them (laughs) Um, talk about seeing stars whoa that was amazing and then my favourite one which is kind of weird but it's so odd life is a sexually transmitted disease that's 100% fatal that's like I'm 14 and this is deep (laughs) basically (laughs) they all all read like um, cards against humanity prompts yeah I can't wait to to have my guy unironically say this as pillow talk in the game it's just this is this yeah. isn't the biggest news story of the week. It just flowed too well from Bethesda completely, stuff. From completely real and natural dialogue, Bethesda. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. Todd Howard wrote those and voiced them himself. So I look forward to that. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> you see that sex over there? You can have it. Right, top story and actual top story. You've got oh, okay. Hollow Knight noise uh Hollow Knight news. This is uh today. Um everyone yeah. Put your clown makeup back on, because Silk Song has been delayed again. It yeah, was yeah. yeah scheduled for the first half of 2023, but has now just been pushed. Mm. It's just gone again, which I think now puts this up to about four years development. Is that no? Yeah, Hollow Knight was 2017, and this was announced in 2019. And it's now looking like it doesn't sound it's like they're getting released. It doesn't sound like it's skipping to twenty twenty four. It just sounds like it's not making this first half of the year. But it's mm. yeah, the game just continues to be elusive. MIA it's because it, this was part of. If you remember, we we talked about this today, me and Steve. But um, this was part of the Xbox showcase last year. Yes, like and. The big part of that show was they were saying everything shown in this is out within the next year. Um, yeah, and Silk Song was in that with a trailer, and it's kind of like so. It's like with time <laughs> ticking down, these guys are like, "Hey, remember us? It's yeah. actually not coming out." So <laughs> this, I, I just can't actually imagine the scope of this game now because it's gone from DLC to its own fully-fledged game to... Uh, is this game just even bigger than Hollow Knight? Uh, is it still, like... Because it was, like, three people that made this. Is it still just three people? Because I can see that. Uh, that that's going to take time, isn't it? I'd I, I have to look that up, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Because they were three people made... Or I think it was two people made Silk Song. No, yeah. Probably three. I think it was three. Um... And I don't know if after Hollow Knight blew up, um, did they 
up upscale, you know, or are they still? That was the uh, Mungus problem as well, Among Us, where it got so popular, and then they were trying to crank out as much content as they could with like, yeah, three or four people or something. It's like uh, it's, it's, it's probably like high with how well <laughs> with how well uh, Hollow Knight did, right? They must be like, well, we've got kind of as much time as we need for this game, so we're in no rush. Yeah, and the, the and... bank account now has like eight digits on it. <laughs> yeah, and we're <laughs> we're set to just like chill and make our game at our own pace, which is yeah. good for them. But it's like if they upscale and hire more people, they start, you know, that shortens their runway by however much. Um, I, yeah, I'm I'm I am somewhat concerned that the hype for this has completely surpassed what the game will end up being <laughs> and we um, know how overhyped games get yeah it's like usually i'm like you know because you know elden ring was unbelievably hyped and then it was amazing and it's like well hollow knight was good but and i have no doubt silk song will be good the hype for this is like insane, <laughs> right? Yeah. But the, but then in my, in my head, I'm like, is it is it just a meme, or are people actually unbelievably hyped for Silk Song as the second coming of Jesus Christ? I I think it, there's always needs to be someone that's overhyped. Like, there's always needs to be that one game. That at yeah. every conference, you know, where's like, blank? Where's blank? Where's, where's blank? Like, yeah, yeah. FF Seven, then Elden Ring. Yeah, well, yeah. It was the same <laughs> with uh, No Man's Sky, Anthem. Like, yeah. At the moment, it's Silk Song. People are hoping. Like, there's a little bit of like Bloodborne online or Bloodborne on PC, but that is more of like a pipe dream. Um, yeah, Hollow Knight Silk Song is real. Like, yeah, it's coming. Silk out. Song yeah. is coming, it's confirmed coming, whereas Bloodborne is just like wishful thinking. So, yeah. Silk Song comes out, what's next? What, what is, what's the next lightning rod? That's a good question. Maybe Elden Ring Elder Scrolls 6. Elder Scrolls 6, yeah. Elder Scrolls. Ooh, Sam is right, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good or, one. Or, or GTA 6. Um, yeah. He's we'll right. have to, yeah. I was gonna say, there's it, it, it could just be something that comes along and people are like, oh my god, that trailer, you know, I'm creaming myself. Yeah, like, no, he's, he's always got to have something a little bit more, it's never a fresh game well, that gets, but like, as I said, No Man's Sky had that, Anthem had that. It's it's no, a, it's not something on it's the same something... level as Elden Ring or FF7, yeah, it, it's something big that's but is also tangible, like you know, it's real, you know, it's coming, you just want more of it, yeah. Mm. And it's based off of almost like Elden Ring had it because of Game of Thrones, so it didn't have a previous game to go off, right? Yeah, but it was. Hold on, what? what you George, George, George R. R. Martin. Oh, of course, Ring. yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Because it, 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 it took me a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa, what's this jump? What's going on here? But, what's um, the plot? Mostly, it's like you know, FF Seven remake had FF Seven. This has Hollow Knight. So I. Yeah. It's gonna be a sequel or something that has. It's it's you know... it's something that we know is real, but there is next to no information about it. I think GTA Six is a really good one, and Elder Scrolls Six is also a really good one because they have GTA Six has nothing besides the fact that we know it's real. There's like leaked stuff, but like in in terms of official press, there is nothing. And Elder Scrolls Six has one teaser trailer of like a landscape. Mm. And that's it. 
I was going to say Metroid, but I don't think that's popular enough, Fuck, right? no. No, no. Absolutely near. not. No. <laughs> I love Metroid, but absolutely not. Um, so, but I think you are right. Yeah, Silk Song comes out eventually, and it's like Highlander, right? There must always be one. Something yeah. will take the spot of... I'm trying to think if People there's need anything else. Horizon. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be something... Armored Core? No, because that's that's got no. that's now got trailers and a date. As as soon as there's information, right? Yeah, you're start, right. It you're starts right. dying down. Um, yeah, I, that's why I think GTA and Elder Scrolls are really good picks. But yeah, yeah. Um, Silk Song delayed. As I said, this kind of the the wording of this implies second half of 2023. But <laughs> see, I thought that that it, it almost. <laughs> the way the way that tweet's worded, I was like, "Oh, we're not seeing this for a long time." Yeah, or, okay, we had we had we had planned to release in the first half of 2023, but development is still continuing. <laughs> we are excited by how the game is shaping up, and it's gotten quite big. So I want to take the time to make the game as good as we can. Yeah, I don't think this is out this year. I, I, yeah. oh, it's... If development is still continuing in May, I guess yeah. But then you can but, only hope. But then, but then my brain says like, why were they so confident originally for the first half of twenty twenty three to then let it slip a whole year? Uh, because there's three of them. Maybe one of them. <laughs> you keep saying next. that. Do we know that? <laughs> Maybe one of them broke his arm. <laughs> one of those things. Done. No programming for six weeks. Of like, yeah. video games are hard, man. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes yeah. you bite off more than you can chew, and mm-hmm. some people are like. Well, we bitten, so we're yeah. gonna see it through to the end. Also, like you said, there's like it's like the combination of like they have no time pressure, they have unbelievable expectations for the yeah. sequel, and they're clearly pretty talented, and they have no, there's no, there's no need for them to like. We need to realistically set an end goal for this. We can just keep making. As long as we keep having ideas, we can just keep putting stuff in this game. Okay, okay so, in- interesting question here. With what's just happened to Redfall, <laughs> and with this obviously now having a bit of Microsoft money thrown at it with the Game Pass stuff and stuff like that, is mm-hmm. this potentially another example of Microsoft being too hands-off with publishing? When you just let them do what they want, and it takes a little bit too long, and then Microsoft maybe should have stepped in earlier just to help out and to maybe push it along a bit. Because Microsoft seem very hands-off with everything that they're touching, right? But We know that for a fact. <laughs> well, not for a fact, but I think it's been... They've said on I mean, how does Dreadful release? If... They've said that when they've gone around and they're buying all these big companies, yeah. a lot of people's concerns is, oh my god, X is getting involved with Y. And I think they've come out and said a lot of time, like we're just no, we you know we're just letting them do their thing. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes their thing takes too long and might not be what players are envisioning. I don't want to yeah. be I don't I don't want to be devil's advocate and say Silk Song's going to be shit, but um, I don't know. I just it seems uh, it seems like such a big time good. slip. Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah, I I, get, honestly, yeah. fine. Which you have to just wait and see. Like it's nothing you can do except for waiting, right? Mm. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to look at this from 
all angles. I see what you're saying. It is 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 a um a a, a firm release. Well, not a firm, but like, hey, this is going to be out in the next couple months. Hey, this might not be out this year. Like, is that because something is wrong, or just because? Yeah, that's how that studio oh. works. Well, it's I like think, you know, we're slipping to. We can't make that twenty twenty three date. Uh, we need more time. Is and then you know these companies being or Microsoft if they've got investment in this instead of being like okay take as long as you need instead of being like actually what can we do to help you to make the dates that you needed. Mm. But looking at it from the other side, maybe they're like. Maybe Microsoft, you know, saying saying Microsoft's involvement. Maybe Microsoft's like we've just had a bad launch with Redfall. We need this launch to go well. Maybe, make yeah. sure it, you have extra time to make sure it goes smoothly. Yeah, maybe it's the opposite. Like Microsoft pushing for this to come out in that within their like yeah. one year window or whatever, and then Redfall comes out bombs, and they're like, uh, "Hey, Silk Song guys." Whatever you want, just you need more money. <laughs> we got you. Just oh my make god, sure this is fucking good. The irony of just at that point, Silk Song is just cursed, right? It's like everyone is so excited. It's like Redfall is bad. Somehow that delays Silk Song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, look, look at um, uh, what's that? Starfield. Starfield is bad. We never see Silk Song. Yeah, never Silk Song. Every bad Microsoft game that comes out, Silk Song gets delayed another six months. <laughs> <laughs> just never comes out. Tears of the Kingdom is game of the year. Delay Silk Song. Red Fool's bad. Delay Silk. So- just everything delays Silk Song. It's some kind of butterfly effect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. There are a couple more stories, but we won't really go through them because they're kind of small ones anyway. And we'll let Steve do his upcoming games. Um, but a couple of new stories very very quickly. Um, you had Private Division working with Game Freak, teaming up for a new IP called Project Bloom. This is interesting, but it is literally so early, there is not a lot to really say. Well, um, you say that, like, Game Freak have released games, I think they released one called a Pocket Jockey, and there was another one called, like, Town or something. Yeah, they've done, they've done a handful of weird games on their own, haven't they? Yeah, they do sometimes just, like, weird little side games, so I wouldn't be like, oh, Pokemon, you know, it oh, might yeah, just yeah, be, like, a weird is... little side game. Yeah, it's not Pokemon at all. Um... It's just like another... Or something on the scale of Pokemon. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, aiming for 2026, and there's one sort of key art screenshot, which is this one here. Looks looks quite nice. Looks nice enough. Very, very nice. Mm -hmm. That one there, you had uh, Open Beta for Street Fighter VI has been announced. That's coming on May 19th. This is the online beta. Yes. The demo is out now that anyone can play on both consoles, Xbox and PlayStation, and on Steam. That's the single-player demo. Check that out if you want to see what the story most like and just get a general feel for the game. And make your character. Make a character, have a look at that. This is the open beta for the multiplayer. So this is May 19th to May 21st. It's over a weekend. It's going to have the same eight characters as the closed beta. And it's just a stress test, I imagine, for the servers to make sure it's all okay. If you want a good mm-hmm. idea to see if you would enjoy a game like this without dropping full price for it, this is a great time to have a look. Mm-hmm. Um because fighting games are such a hard sell to most people and they don't get online demos. It's just not a thing that really happens. Um so have a look at this if you're interested. Um this will be a good time to have a look, I think. Um so yeah, that one. Uh you had Counter Strike Global Offensive is breaking all its records on Steam, which is insane for Surprising. a game. It has to be bots, right? Or something. <sighs> I can't. Oh, it's a decade old now. 
and it's just broken 1.8 million simultaneous players. That's absurd. That's so absurd. It is now second to only PUBG during its, uh, you know, during PUBG's heyday was absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah. Although I will say for this one, because of CSGO 2 just right around the corner, yes. maybe that's why it's picking up again. There's lots of little things. Um, like this this game always has like an esports scene running alongside it as well. So there's that. Um, it's worth talking about. This game also has a big gambling scene behind it as well. That's another thing that keeps it ticking along. Um, and like, yeah, like you said, CSGO 2... Sorry, CS2 uh, on the horizon might be doing something as well. It'll be interesting to see if yeah. um, CS2, like you know, keeps the same numbers. I imagine it will. I think. I, I think it'll yeah. go crazy, but I think it'll be similar numbers at least. Um, but yeah, I, so. I th- I think it will. I mean, there are a whole bunch of people that don't that have played CS:GO that are not playing now. But would download Counter Strike Two for free to have a Hello. look, right? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. one of them. We're, like three of us here, I think. No, you would. I think Steve would check it out. I think you would download it out of curiosity. I would yeah, download Steve TS2. Would. Two. Yeah, yeah. For the content. For the content. For the content. <laughs> so yeah, that has the potential to break that number on CS2's launch, and then maybe never hit that number again. We'll- <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. We'll see, yeah. Uh, last, last story. Uh, this is about Nintendo and the Switch. Just more news about the Switch and the hardware that we all love. No plans <laughs> for any successor before April of 2024. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 just just enjoy <sighs> enjoy your decals on the Switches they're releasing. That's about as good as it gets. I've, just, I've stopped using the switch it's just not worth it uh no. you know i use my switch almost every day but there's there's been ever since its launch there's been rumors of like oh just around the corner there's a switch pro you know and it's like never is so just don't get your hopes up it's just they're probably gonna let this one run out its course until they release a next generation of a console so don't yeah. just don't get your hopes up and if it does come it will be a happy surprise i i've seen i've seen so it's much too talk late to be a happy surprise sorry you go oh i was just gonna say i've seen so much talk online of people saying when they get their tears of the kingdom copy if it runs just like ass or they're not happy with it they're just gonna play it on pc yeah because, because like yeah you've you've bought the game like you own the game now you can play it on PC at 60 FPS, like mm. 4K, mm. in Minecraft. I have to add for legal reasons. Um, <laughs> but like, I, I, it, I feel like I haven't really seen that kind of conversation before because so many games have had better running PC versions on emulator. Like, it's not a secret. Like, most yeah. games run really well on PC emulators. But Tears of the Kingdom specifically. I'm seeing so many people say this is like why can't the game just run at like a decent frame rate in all areas? I think it runs fine. Tears of the Kingdom, as far as I'm aware, is fine, just not in all scenarios. Some scenarios are still a bit weird. Yeah, and it's yeah. certainly not sixty; it's like thirty. So mm. it's a weird one. I th- I feel like everyone is screaming the new hardware, Switch hardware. Or not people aren't screaming; people are fine with the Switch, but like. I personally want new hardware, and it's. Just I think not, there's a lot of happening. people who are like, oh, I'd love a Switch Pro that can like run a bit better, can just you know play the games, yeah. 
I had to I had to stop myself because I feel like I was about to say everyone wants a Switch Pro, but I don't know if they actually do. I don't know if I'm part of this one percent that would just re- be really happy with it, and everyone else is yeah, fine. It's, it's fine. It's, yeah, is it, I think it, it depends on yeah. us with our big PCs and 144 hertz monitors. Yeah. And- I think it depends on what features come with a Switch Pro, because it like for me, I'm like, oh, a Switch Pro would be nice if they had like a second screen attachment, so maybe it could play like 3DS games or DS games. I think uh, no, the, all I want from a Switch Pro personally is something that runs games a little bit better, just mm-hmm. just had them run a little bit better, and I want it to output to 4K, whether that's like upscaled or native. Probably not native. Probably be upscale. Whatever. Just I Switch looks like ass on my TV, and that's how I play my Switch games. And I know like that might be wrong or whatever, but that's how I play my Switch games. They don't mm. look very good. <laughs> yeah. Because I also yeah. play my PS5 through the same TV, and it looks awesome. <laughs> so it's just like yeah, I don't know. It's it's this conversation again. I know it's a bit boring. Um. I love it. Every couple months, we check in with the Switch, and we're like, "Yeah, yeah, we still don't like it." <laughs> are you better yet? No. Yeah. Piss yeah, off then. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like what? Who we even? It's, we got nothing to say anymore. Yeah. Nintendo's not changing. Yeah. You can look forward to this conversation every two months from now until at least April 2024. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll have it with Pikmin Four. We'll have it with Metro Prime Four when that ever happens. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's all the news for the week. That's all that uh, done and dusted. Put a bow on it. What's coming out, Steve? Okay, well, it's a very quiet week for games because uh, there is one big release. But uh, on the 11th, there is a game called Mechabellum. How do you spell that? Mecha. Uh, Mecha, then B L B E L L. Right, one word. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, one word. Uh, this is an auto battler, but it looked a little bit more interesting because it looked like it was like mech suits and tanks oh, and okay. yeah, it just, yeah it, i've had it, this yeah. on my wish list i think yeah it just it, it's an autobatta which i'm like i was a bit like eh, but i was like actually watching it like in motion it did look a little bit more interesting than just like you know like uh, your tft or dota all stars or whatnot it looks like a weird the art style looks like a weird cross between starcraft 2 and factorio Mm. It's like oh, I look yes. at it, and all I can think of is the StarCraft two custom games. I'll be honest yeah, with you, it's like a custom game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, uh, there's not much coming out, but um, yeah. Uh, and on the twelfth, of course, we have the big release of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, that's coming out. That's out. Oh, okay. That's, that's out. <laughs> too yep, slow, 12th, old man. Friday, right, that's coming out. Yeah, no, no game. Are you, who's getting it? Who is getting it on release? Oh, I hope I'm getting it. I don't know if my post is fucked from Star Wars not arriving. I've I've accepted that if this doesn't come on Saturday at the latest, I'll just be buying it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm 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 getting it. I'm streaming it. I'm gonna have fun with it. Have fun with your zero viewer stream as everyone's avoiding spoilers. Yeah, I was gonna say even if that happens, I'm like, no, I'm. I'm I wasn't playing. sure where that bird was going. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> so, okay, drive by. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I will... If, when you're streaming this, I'm going to come into your stream and I'm going to say, hi, Steve. Bye, Steve. 
Yeah. And then you're going to leave a lurk to boost yeah. the number, right? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I definitely leave a lurk. Mm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then also on the 12th, it's not a game release, but we have the Diablo 4 beta. Um, oh, okay. Why Blizzard chose to do this on Tears of the Kingdom <laughs> Day? Steve, I'm going to tell you this. You've got to stop thinking that people are like, oh, this game's coming out. Oh, we need we need to change our plans. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I just think like they could have done it. Like This whole week has been like kind of quiet. They could have done it during the week. Diablo but... 4 players, dude, like 90%, not even higher, 95% of Diablo 4 players do not play Zelda and vice versa. I don't know about that. I feel like Zelda's popular enough to where there's a lot of... It'll be a crossover. Um, but yeah, they're doing this beta for the weekend. Uh, it's the same as the previous beta. There are changes, but if you get to level 20 and defeat the world boss, you get a special thing permanently. So I was Someone said, I think on your Discord, about how mm-hmm. this beta is supposed to be harder than the first beta and there's like less gear or something. Apparently, they they boosted the gear drop rates in the previous beta, and they have lowered them to what they will be on live for uh, this beta. Okay. So, yeah. We'll apparently, the, yeah. So, yeah. So, I heard. Yeah, was you have to kill the world boss to get some loot for mm-hmm. the main game or something? But yeah, the world boss is level twenty five, level cap is twenty, and now loot drops are normal. It might not be the wo- as easy. The world, world boss. The world boss is hard as well, and it will, like in the last beta, it was only up four times at certain times. Yeah, so just mm. be no, just be aware of that if you are wanting that reward. Surely they're going to scale the world boss down so the level cap will be twenty this time. Who knows? Someone someone so, said it was twenty five, but okay, it was twenty five previously. Oh, okay. So you're saying it? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 Okay, um, and then we jump from the 12th to the 16th for a few releases. Um, on the 16th, we have the V Rising update, The Secrets of Gloomrot. Can't wait to check this out oh, at some point. Yeah, I mean, I literally just came off of V Rising base game. I'm up for more of this, absolutely. I might look not... into putting up another rent another server for this and put it up. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be fun. Do, you know what's coming, saying... do you know what's coming with this, Steve? I have no idea. I just knew. I just saw V Rising up there. I was like, "Oh, this will be, <laughs> this will be big." One of the cool new things is uh, castles being, excuse me, castles being multi-level. Yes, Ooh, I nice. saw some insane-looking stuff in the trailer. Yeah, because in the original game, which again we've just been playing, we went on. I say we. It was Laura, my partner, and I. Uh, we were watching lots of trailers of people's like walkthroughs of their castles. Yeah. There's so many. They're so good. Those videos. It's just people showing off their cool shit, yeah, and you yeah. can see how much people were hampered by it all having to be one level. So I can't yeah. wait to see these like massive castles that go up yes. lots of floors. Because it's not just two floors. I'm pretty sure it's now multiple floors. So you can have massive castles that go. Oh, I can't wait. It sounds so cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like 13 new bosses. I think um, new part of the map. The original map has been a. Um, moved around a bit and rejigged it's just lots of cool stuff here i think and it's also been i know i've just played it recently but for most people it's been a very long time since this first came out it's been like yeah about yeah. Not, not quite a year but it's not far off i don't think it's like eight months or something i feel like people are ready for some more yes i think rising, yeah so. um also on the 16th we have a game called castle of alchemists 
this game is a hybrid tower defense slash action game. Mostly I put this on here because I was like, because everyone's been playing Bloons recently. I was like, oh, it looks kind of like cool pixel style. Hmm. Um, tower defense where you can set up traps. You can uh, then you go around and help kill, uh, you know, um, the enemies with your own character. But that guy's absolutely hench. You mm-hmm. see that in the trailer? Dude's huge. Dude, I was going to say, I'm always like, I was like, usually I'm like, oh, it'd be like, oh, another tower defense game. But the pixel art in this game looks like they put like a lot of effort into it. So, yeah, it looks like, um, I can't think of the word for it. I don't think it's like rotoing, but you know, when it's like that, there's obviously like an original art piece and they've kind of pixelized, yeah. not copied or traced, but it's like heavily referenced, I feel. Like what um, Dead Cells did. Like Dead Cells, yeah, almost like um, you know, like the original Mortal Kombat and stuff, where mm. it's like here are the people, but now we've kind of pixelized them. Um, and then I'm trying to fall out of love with pixel art, I don't uh, know. Or you had enough? Yeah, I really don't know. <laughs> you play one F one manager with all its nice lighting and three D, and you're just done That's with pixel it. art. That's it. <laughs> And then there's one more game that this one looks kind of weirdly interesting. It's called Greed Venturi. Um, this is a game that your mouse cursor is actually very important. Like, you use your mouse cursor to attack and to block enemy projectiles and stuff. Cool. I it, like lo- that. Yeah, it looked very kind of unique. Like, it's side scrolling, it looked a bit JRPG ish, but not because like you again you have the usual your mouse sword to attack and then you can switch to a shield to block enemy projectiles from hitting your character and stuff uh it just looked a little bit like oh i don't know if i like this art it's really weird i'm not sure uh but the trailer as it goes on it does get a bit like oh, grim, it's a bit gory, isn't it? yeah something like the enemies are a bit like body horror body horror i don't style, mind that but... it's just there's something about it i don't know yeah it's, it's unique at least yeah, that's it pretty rem- interesting it reminds me of um what's that game like splatter house do you ever have you mm, yes i uh it had yeah to, yeah splatter house yeah, yeah original yeah. like 2d beat-em-ups but then had like a 3d one as mm. well on ps3 and xbox the original 2d ones the beat-em-ups kind, kind this is way higher fidelity than it but the same kind of like body horror blood weird creatures stuff like that <laughs> kind of reminds me of that uh, oh, um, it's pretty cool the more i watch this I, I actually think it's kind of cool i was kind of off put at first but it's just looking weird yeah. enough yeah. that i'm like okay i thought i thought it's like kind of like a unique mechanic having your cursor april 20th it says Wait, april 20th of, what 17th of may yeah but why did that trailer say april? Uh, oh i'm oh i missed that I missed delayed that. yeah delayed slightly maybe must, must have been delayed but yeah this is this will be an early access game so I'm gonna yeah, that, wishlist that. That looks cool. That is a. Uh, that's all that's coming out, really. I mean, there was yeah. like another game, like a like a, uh, a like a JRPG other game, but I'm not, I can't remember it. It didn't look too good. No, that's fine. I mean, there's you got Zelda coming out for yeah. A I was lot of say, Zelda's yeah. like the the game for a lot of people. That's gonna tie them over. I mean, like we said, every big game coming out has the audacity to be massive. <laughs> like how dare they everything's open yeah, world yeah, yeah. hundred hours long um but yeah i think there's lots of little there's lots of little things here that i think when there's another quiet period in the future these might be quite cool to check out maybe 
Mm-hmm. Thanks for doing that, Steve. And no then, problem. yeah, we'll wrap it up here and we'll say goodbye. Thank you for listening, everybody. That's another week done. So we're going to head off. Uh, we'll say our socials and then we'll go as well. So um, my name is Bottlerworks on everything. Come find me if you dare. What about you, Will? Um, uh, yeah, uh, you know where I am. And Steve. <laughs> Hi, I'm Quick Quicks. That's Q I K W I X on all good platforms. And Sam. Hello, I'm Sam. <laughs> Goodbye. These get lazier every week. <laughs> you, it, somehow it surprises me every week. I don't know how. It's it's one of those things where it's really lazy, but I haven't got any other sort of outro planned. So this is just the outro. Is the lazy socials and then what could we what could we do? Outro, Josh, like wrap us out, beatbox us out. Oh God, Be- no, I'm not beatboxing. That'll be the cringiest shit ever. No, I'll just exactly. Thank you for listening, everybody. We are now going. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.